You're listening to DraftKings Network. In the first segment, we start talking about Christian playing soccer games with actual <laughs> player, actual professional players. Air and quotes around maybe, that. <laughs> look, I mean, hey, look. Sometimes people make mistakes in life, and sometimes you make enemies when you play pickup games out <laughs> in, in New York City. Also, Clint Dempsey retiring, and how does Alexis feel about it? Because he's <laughs> had nothing but mean things to say since day one about that beautiful, beautiful deuce. Yeah, nothing <laughs> wrong with that. We also, in the second segment, we talk about all the games that happened in MLS. It's been a really back schedule. There's been a bunch of stuff. We talk about Seattle still on the run. We talk about Montreal coming out of nowhere. We talk about RSL disrespecting everybody in LA, <laughs> at least the one side of LA. That and more on this episode of the Cool Agents. Hey, this is Alexi Lawless. There is nobody in US soccer that is more important than the Cooligans. Yeah, baby! <laughs> Almost died there. Yeah, again, <laughs> two weeks in a row. Oh, you're, you're living on the edge. Wow. Is <laughs> anyone else head losing blood? <laughs> Welcome to the show, everyone. Hello, this is the Cooligans Podcast. Yes, it is. We are, uh, we're, we're trying to be, uh, again, I feel like we, we, we try to start the show off with excitement uh, because we bring it. We bring it. We bring, yeah. we bring the heat. That's always, uh, that's always the goal. Every Everybody, gets show. Everybody gets it. Everybody gets it. Everybody gets it. But you, actually, before we start the show, let's, uh, we, we did this last week and and this is becoming a thing i don't want to be doing right i don't want to start off the show on a serious note oh this is yeah this uh, is but again a, a somber i mean things happen uh, things happen know? and uh you know maybe we, it happens in the soccer community if some sometimes it affects uh people uh, you know and us personally yeah uh, and this is also like a thing about like you know soccer fans you know become almost like a small family um, yeah and one of the things that happens from time to time is something breaks through uh you know just the fandom of it. And you see rival teams coming out to support each other's fan bases. Uh, you know, and, and I think this is one of them. Uh, many of you may have remembered, uh, I believe it was year one, right? Year I one or year two? It was year one or year two. I don't remember um, exactly. Two people, uh, two people uh, very much in love with children, uh, got married at one of the NYCFC games. Yeah, that's right. Um, and uh, unfortunately, uh, Terza, uh, the, the, the female, uh, the, the bride, uh, has passed away unexpectedly. Yeah. Uh, no jokes, right? Uh, th- this is absolutely serious. Um, it was a complete shock and surprise to all of us. Uh, uh, most importantly, it was a complete shock and surprise uh, to her husband and to the children. She leaves behind three or four. Three, I, th- I believe it's three or four children. Yeah. It, uh, you know, this is, uh, th- there's now there's just a guy uh, left to, how do you tell? How do you tell one-year-old twins? You know, what are you going to say to them? You know, how do you handle it? That mom's just not coming back. And uh, this is unfortunately what this gentleman has to do. So look, the only reason we're bringing this up is because she's an NYCFC fan and so is he. And they were a big part of uh, early on NYCFC. I actually made a comment to you uh, at like the last game before this happened. Yeah, I'm like, have you noticed we haven't seen them recently? Yeah, yeah. It was. Uh, I, 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 I didn't even remember how long it had been. I, I was like, oh, I feel like I saw them this year, but I guess I didn't. I don't think they were around at all this year. Yeah, um, this whole season. So it just sort of they're they're sort of an ever present. 
um, part of it, and they were a huge part of the the sort of the the fan culture of the of the club, mm-hmm. and and seeing that, and just even just seeing anyone get married at any sporting event is obviously wild, and 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 just it shows how like passionate they were about the, the about the team, about the community, uh, the about fans. the sport, yeah. you know. So it, it was, and they did stuff like um, it was her idea. To, I believe it was her idea to do prom night. Where a bunch of the fans showed up dressed like they were going to prom. Yeah, yeah. And I believe it was her idea, or maybe she just took part in it uh, to do uh, Star Wars. Uh, t- people dressed up like Star Wars characters. Sure, sure. Like, you know, she was just a fun-loving... Very, very everyone, yeah, and, everyone loved her, man. And I hate to say this because it sounds promoted, but it's not like, you know, early on when we started, some people were kind of cool about it. There were very few people that were like, pulled this aside and were super supportive of it yeah. and were like, yo, you got to keep doing this. This is a great idea. And Terza was one of them. Um, you know, Debbie Harrison, uh, Jack Harrison's mom, sure. was famously one of them as well. And she was just a very... Uh, not, I don't want to say matriarchal, but she was a very caring person. And, uh, you know... When somebody passes, everyone's like, oh, she was always this. She was always that. This, In this case, I'm not kidding. Look, I, we didn't know her personally, but anytime we ever interacted with her, she literally was very loving and caring and warm and made everyone feel like they were a part of, of something special. And it's a it's a real shock. It's a real loss for 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 all of us. Yeah. Um, so, look, if you we shared it, if you could find it in your heart to give a little. um you know, I'm not necessarily sure this family is hard up for cash, but I also don't think they were taking a helicopter. Like we don't know their situation. Yeah. So every little bit helps, especially if, if their friends are now starting a GoFundMe. It's on our Twitter. Um, we're going to donate from the Cooligans account. Um, it would be great if you guys could donate. If you can't, if you find it, maybe share it. Uh, share it. And you know what? Huge props to some of the Red Bull fans that have shared it and have said something nice. I think that's really important in moments like this. Yeah. You I know? mean, a lot of the stuff is, is shocking. Uh, you know, we experienced it also earlier this year with Rachel, Rachel yeah. Green and uh, another NYCFC that, that passed away. Uh, and this is a, you know, when you are a part of this community uh, and, and the people that contribute so much to the growth of the sport and, and really uh, the growth of the community within itself, yeah. uh, a lot of these people need to be acknowledged and appreciated. And look, if you uh, help in the GoFundMe, yeah, it would help a little bit with the funeral arrangements and things like that. So go, it, we did post a link on our Twitter. It's GoFundMe. The link itself is gofundme.com slash in memory of Tirza Gonzalez. And there's a dash between each word in memory of Tirza Gonzalez, a dash between each word. So, all right. So now, yeah, just look it up on our, on our, on our Twitter, uh, on Twitter as well. Okay. And again, just hit the retweet button. If you can't share any money, that's perfectly fine. So welcome to the show. Everybody. Yeah. <laughs> that's, uh, welcome to the cool so audience. dedicated to Tirza. We're going to have some fun and yeah. because she was very much and her a, family, a fun human being. So, uh, welcome to the show, everybody. This, uh, my name is Christian Polanco. My name is Alexis Guerrero. And together, what are we? I'm we're kidding. We're the cool. Yeah, we're no, no, doing the, uh, ending the show right now. <laughs> everything's, everything's upside down right now. All right. Well, that was a good episode. <laughs> I hope you guys enjoyed it. No, uh, we are your favorite stand-up comedians that host a soccer podcast. Yeah. And we, and it's not only, the funniest soccer podcast. No, it's not. According to Machine Gun <laughs> Kelly, it's the gulliest. That's right. Soccer podcast. He is a complete. He's vouched for us. Yeah, this <laughs> is it. We don't need no blue check mark Twitter. We got MGK. We got MGK on our side, looking out for us. Okay, I didn't. Even Who, re- by the way, an act for Bad Boy 
your former boss. That's right. Machine so Gun- worlds, our worlds are just colliding. <laughs> Everything's machine, coming together. I really, my favorite part of Machine Gun Kelly was the Save the Crew tattoo he had in his yeah. body. <laughs> yeah, he's a real big fan. It's hard to find. It's in there. It's in there. Yeah. But, uh, he is wearing a tattoo t-shirt, essentially. Yes. Yeah. Uh, How old is he? He's got to be like 23, 24. I feel like he's a little bit older. But my um, God. Because I remember when. Did he, not have any more room left for well, tattoos? When I was working for Diddy, that's when Machine Gun Kelly had signed for Bad Boy. I think he had like the Bieber swoosh haircut at the time. <laughs> sure, it was real emo Kelly. Uh, so things have changed a lot. It's like machine gun, I guess, Kelly. <laughs> I mean, if you want it. Uh, but yeah, if you haven't seen, you know, Eminem released this uh, album, this surprise album. What Friday night? He's doing doing like Beyonce style. Uh, not even th- is this a new standard in in music? No, don't promote anything. You just surprise everybody, and that. That is the promotion within itself. That is. The okay. promotion is, hey, everybody, look, there's something new. <laughs> yeah. You know? I, it's, it's Our producer, Timothy Eininkle, am I pronouncing that correctly? Uh, yes, Eininkle. Eininkle, yes. he yeah. says, don't mess with Eminem when he's angry. <laughs> he is always angry. He's never it's stopped never... being angry, which Machine Gun Kelly brings up, and I enjoyed. Yeah, it was a good diss. It was yeah. a good... Uh... He starts off with, get him a razor, because <laughs> that beer, get him a clip, because that very, beer looks very weird. It's a very, very bad beer. It's a bad beer. It's a really bad beer. I think it's hiding uh like some type of bad plastic surgery really i think so that's what a terrible disguise yeah <laughs> it's, <I feel> like, <laughs> what am i shocking with how bad this beard is not just i sh- think you should grow your beard out because yours is pretty patchy no i don't i can't <laughs> grow a beard you just get a little bit of a goatee i get i get like a, a certain number of hairs under my chin where <laughs> that i can name you know there, there's a very <laughs> limited amount i have a, a puberty mustache which is like a kid that's like he just got to junior high school and he's really trying to like like reinvent himself yeah. this year that's <laughs> oh, no. that is my facial hair situation <laughs> like a, it looks like a kid that's trying too hard when you when you become a real man this is going to be fun to watch on this podcast all right one day i will go up uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be amazing. My voice will come in. My balls will drop. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> Finally. They're all the way up there. Gonna bring them down a little they're, bit. They're in my throat. Closer to the knees. We need them near the knees. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, this, this, look, the, I, I thought it was uh, for, for the sake of like Eminem, we, we all saw 8 Mile, all right? We all saw. Uh, we all saw it. <laughs> Rabbit, all right? Yeah. Yeah. Be Rabbit. Be Rabbit. We saw how, like, how, how like. Shadow uh, shot himself. When it comes to uh, uh, a rap battler, Eminem is. Is probably one of the greats, right? Yeah. I mean, he's not like he, it's a thing he does regularly, but he's an amazing freestyler. We see him on Sway in the morning all yes the time. Yes and no. I will say he is, look, he, I mean, yes, he strings together words very well. And I mean, you people didn't tune in <laughs> for this. Uh, but I will say all he really does is say all these stupid things he's going to do to you. I'm going to stab you in the eye with a fork. It's like, you're not going to do any of those things, bro. you got a mansion, okay? You're well, not giving uh, yes. any of that. And I'm sure Migos, is a, they're, they're being very sincere and honest about all the money and jewels well, what I'm saying and is drugs. Rap battles and, have moved on shooting that. people. <laughs> First of all, Migos is the worst at rap battles. All the skirt skirting they do. I'm sure it's ex- ex- completely I mean, accurate. Get new tires, really. <laughs> Maybe you won't be drifting as much, you know? Uh, but honestly, rap battles have moved beyond that. She there. She totally ripped apart. Uh, what's her face? Uh, you know, uh, Nicki Minaj. Okay, and say you know revealed a lot of truths. Sure, we also push push a T against Drake yeah. and you know, all that stuff. All right, Their baby. Ain't but they, about? you know what? They're not using the word gully, and they're, they're not. The rap so we're not talking so about not, them. We're not talking about them. MGK so look, to God <laughs> using greatest the rap devil goat. Yeah. MGK Greatest of all time <laughs> Gulliest of all time <laughs> Okay So that's how you get on this show Right And all how right. many people rap with a, while holding a shovel Not many Okay So I mean so Speaking of that BWP 
we're still out here calling you out. Ah. Come on this show. We need that grime rap battle that we're waiting for. All right? So we got MGK on our side. Right. MGK already rapping for us. What, you got Skepta? My guy. <laughs> we're going to take you out in your own beats per minute. In your own BPM. Okay. So, uh, so that, was, uh, that was exciting. So, And I'll get one of those little beach shovels. You know what I mean? The other one's too heavy. I don't want to splinter. Okay, yeah, yeah. So yeah I'll yo, make a little, make... Yo, you stop making your sandcastle. <laughs> right? I'll turn around, crush BWP, and then get back to making my little sandcastle. And then you just say, and then you scream, Mom, I want a sandwich. <laughs> yeah, there's sand in my eye. <laughs> Mama? So, so, uh, so that was uh, that was pretty awesome. Uh, so, oh, uh, let's uh, always mention if you guys like the show and you like you like our our commentary on uh, the rap game because we we offer quite uh, a bit of it. Uh, make sure you leave a review on iTunes. We always uh, appreciate oh. it. It's very very supportive. Uh, we always get some really fun reviews, uh, and uh, just, it means so much to us. Five uh, stars. It says something. Helps in us there. grow. Helps more people learn about the show. So you leave a review, or you know, tell tell your mother, tell your father oh. about the show. Tell your mother we said hello. <laughs> tell your mother first of all. Tell your mother we said hello, <laughs> and then tell her about the show. <laughs> so, uh, but I do want to read uh, a, a new review that we received recently that that I enjoyed. That this was uh, that was awesome. It wasn't it wasn't as uh, you know uh, inflammatory as okay. as uh, you know some of the flying beard man. <laughs> flying, yes, flying Christian's beard uh, man, <laughs> beard boy. Yeah, uh, that's, that's my name. That's uh, a paper plane. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but this one was from. Uh, Saul the Kid, or it, it, it's either Saul the Kid or Saul the Kid. I don't know because he says he's from California, and it could be either. Or. I grew I grew up with a, a, a Puerto Rican Saul that I knew. Yeah, it was they were, he was a twin, Sammy and Saul. Yeah, was the, two, the two dudes. I right? knew a bunch of Sauls. Okay, so I don't know. So but it could be like you know the dude from Homeland, Saul. Saul, yeah, it could yeah. be. It's also LA. It could be Hollywood. This could be a Hollywood elite. Oh my God, Jewish kid. That's a- <laughs> <laughs> he could be the son of a producer. <laughs> so who knows? I don't know. Right. So, uh, Saul or, or, or Saul, uh, he, he says, uh, great pod. I, I heard of you guys from listening to flagrant Two. shout out to flagrant Two, Andrew and Akash. Uh, I grew up playing and watching soccer. So I decided to give it a try and listen. First thing I noticed from all the New York podcasts I listened to flagrant Two, brilliant idiots and Joe Budden. Look at that. Look at, look at the, 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 the people we are amongst. Joe Budden signed to Eminem. <laughs> oh, I mean, so this all, is what a world we're living it's in It's all here. connected, right? So he's like, social uh, circles. He, first thing I noticed from all the New York podcasts I listened to. Uh, you guys sound the most New Yorker to me being from L.A. Also, I wasn't really into MLS, but now I found myself watching more. So I, I'm not completely clueless listening to you guys. Uh, so And they go, so tell MLS to cut you a check. Yeah, yo, write that, write that down. A lot of zeros. Start with a good number and then finish up with zero. Because so far, they've only written zeros. It's mostly zeros. Yeah, mostly they've only written say. zeros. I'm like, what? You spent more on the check <laughs> than, than what the value of the check is. Also, I've been taking a lot of photos of it. My bank app won't accept it. Uh, and he goes, one quick question. Why doesn't MLS, uh, and, and I, I sort of feel like he maybe... He hasn't been listening long enough to sort of understand all this stuff. But he goes, and, and one quick question. Why doesn't MLS just give Austin slash Columbus a new expansion team uh, along with another city? I've heard Detroit wants a team, drugs, drug bus team in Phoenix, maybe. Okay, so that's a, that's a very big question. But also... If even if he knew everything, why not? Yeah, why not? What's what's the point? See, but this is a good 
sign into the casual MLS fan yes. that they're like, hey, why don't you just do the logical thing? I know. He's like, I see, it seems like a lot of people are angry. And here's a way to resolve it. Just let them both have a team. Just let them both have a team. Well, he's like, oh, no, no, no. You don't. Okay. But then, but then we don't get to shatter a city. <laughs> we don't get to shatter. Yeah. It's like, hey, man, look. Like, all right. So I'll, you got to sit down. Because there's going to be. So don't come in here with your common sense, man. <laughs> we're going to be here for a long time yeah. explaining to you why things don't work just in a rational and logical we way. We got to come out with CSAM, common sense allocation money. <laughs> if we get some Kazam. <laughs> you got to trade it. To boom. Co- trade, it <laughs> trade the Kazam to Columbus. <laughs> right. And, uh, and then they'll use common sense. <laughs> and they'll be like, yeah, why don't we just let him move the franchise, but we get another franchise. And everyone will be like, no, you don't have enough Kazam for that. <laughs> you know, but, well, all these rules yeah. in Major League <laughs> Soccer, you're making it more confusing. Yeah. But whatever. What about team transfer <laughs> <laughs> funds as opposed to youth transfer funds? <laughs> so, yeah, the, the easy answer to your question is uh, because no, because now things don't work that way in, yeah. in Major League also, Soccer. Also, what would we have to talk about if there just wasn't bizarre <laughs> just, shit if, it, if it was only that simple. Anyway, so uh, thank th- you. Thank you, Saul. Thank you, Saul, or Saul, for, for the review. We appreciate it very much. Make Saul sure uh, everyone listening, make sure you leave one. Uh, and so, speaking of the, uh, the Columbus, there was a the Columbus, the, the Columbus, Columbus group. There was a uh, who was the uh, it was a reporter that left a uh, that what, what did he do? He left a he, he tweeted that the speculation that there were MLS helicopters, MLS helicopters, which is already I love <laughs> yeah. this. It's All the right. Alex Jones. <laughs> they're up there, man. They're up there watching yeah, us. They're black helicopters. <laughs> so, so the that MLS had taken a tour of the downtown site and approved it. Yeah. Well, I, like I, and, I went. But apparently, get, he's not a. This is the rumor. This is the, very much a rumor. Apparently, the guy is not an MLS reporter. He's an OSU reporter. Or Ohio so his State. name is Clay Hall, and the tweet uh, quote says. By the way, he's verified, so everything he says is true. It does nothing. <laughs> never said. Nobody verified has ever never lied. Shared a mistruth or no. anything like that. So he goes. MLS officials. I tagged MLS as well. He's like, yo, breaking. Yo, I see you. Yeah, he's here. Like, breaking, <laughs> and I want you to know I'm talking about you. <laughs> he goes breaking. Uh, at MLS officials took an aerial tour of Columbus last week and signed off on proposed downtown stadium site and training facility, perhaps old Cooper stadium site. Atlanta owner Arthur Blank said recently he could see soccer in Austin and Columbus. Which I like that he added that because he's like, see? See? Yo. The, we're putting the pieces together. My dude. Yo, my yeah. dude said it's possible and you're saying something else. I, I don't know. I'm going to listen to this billionaire. Yeah, yeah. I'm, that's just me though. Well, he got a billy and he said he could see both. And then I also heard that a helicopter went over downtown. So, so like, if you put two and two together, yo, Drake owns the new Columbus. <laughs> we got it. We got right. it. We good. So, uh, and then there was a response from Jeffrey Carla, who writes for uh, ESPN. Uh, he's a, their soccer guy. He goes, statement for MLS via text message. He says, uh, there is no truth to the report that MLS officials took an aerial tour of Columbus last week or signed off on any potential stadium site. So. Yeah, but Vieira also. Also said he wasn't leaving. Yeah, right. So, so you we can't, can't trust. <laughs> we don't know who. Who is it? Arthur Blank? Right. Is it this Ohio you know, State guy? I just feel better trusting Clay. I just, yeah, I, I mean, know. I've only known Clay for about six seconds in this tweet. Has it shattered our hearts? <laughs> but he hasn't said any bad news, so I'm right? gonna listen to him. Also, Carlisle, you didn't say nothing about the helicopter. <laughs> 
<laughs> what, you just got a text that it ain't true? Oh, oh. okay. Yeah, but, you, well, know, you could text I, MLS hel- all of a sudden? Helicopters are really hard to miss, I got to yeah. be honest, all right? <laughs> I you, mean, you either see them or you don't. And MLS shouldn't shouldn't put that, those big banners, those stickers on their <laughs> helicopter and say, yo, MLS, we out here. Yeah, <laughs> the Major League Soccer is now in a helicopter. It says it right on the side. <laughs> so uh, it's, it's a little difficult to just dismiss this, right? Uh, but you know, on a serious note, it, it is a little strange, right? Because Clay Hall, apparently he, he's, a, he's a newscaster. And, and Where did he get this from? Sports director at ABC6 and Fox 28. Which why is, would he even, where would he get this why from? Would he, yeah, it's just like, he, why lie he, about this? Yeah, he barely talks about MLS. Apparently someone was like, no, no, no. Don't 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 throw shade on him that he's talking yeah, about because yeah. apparently he's Clay's been all a good the dude. Clay, I Clay been talking about Columbus <laughs> losing a team. Where would he get this from? It could all be bullshit. It's uh, possible. Yeah, but he just seems like Clay's not the kind of guy not who would do this. Guy. Come on, Mr. Hall. He's got the blue check. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Are you saying Clay sees helicopters that are there? <laughs> well, I think that's pretty egregious. <laughs> <laughs> what a what a claim to make about wow. Clay. Oh, wow, good Clay. He just really he just. Oh, it's just a uh, Clay Hall, like a good American name, like Clay Hall. <laughs> Is it a person? Are you describing a, a hall? Tr- we don't know. Just a trustworthy name, you know? <laughs> uh, but. We'll see. I don't know how true or false any of this is. We don't uh, know. But the, you know what? Uh, again, what we mentioned last week, that there seems to be less of a definitive, uh, uh, just clear, the, the, the negativity from Major League Soccer, I feel like before was, you know, was very, was very somber, was very negative. It was like, right. there's, no, there's nothing we can really do. And then now it's like, it, it's, everybody seems a bit more tight-lipped about... This stuff where it seems like there's a possibility that there's going to be another scenario. I honestly think, and I know this is going to come across like no one's going to care that I'm saying this, but when we were at the press conference for last world cup, Yes. And those questions World, were being World Cup? Yeah, the last World Cup. <laughs> Chicago Fire was playing Toronto. We were, we were in Russia. MLS Cup. When we were at that great catch, we were there for MLS Cup, and all the sort of uh, bad energy was going back and forth, and people were throwing allegations back at, you know, uh, you know uh, Don Garber, and I can't remember the other gentleman that was up there. Quartermanch. Yeah. And then, the other and then Alexi Lalas was back Alex, there saying yeah. disingenuous and stuff. And there was all that heated conversation during that time. It literally did come across to me. It really did come across to me that they had to put that clause in the contract that he could move it just to get the team sold. That Don Garber isn't forgiving the city of Columbus as a market for not being at the top of the list and not being, not carrying its own weight, not saying it's the only one. You guys even have to admit whether they were, you know, uh, circumstances that were caused that caused it or whether it was the effect. It didn't it didn't lead the, the you know, it didn't lead the charts in, in the marketing or business metrics for uh, MLS. That being said, I don't think he wants them to lose a team. I honestly don't. Yeah. I think he sees like, yo, we signed a contract. We got to live up to it. But I think if there's a way where they could find a way to let Columbus keep their team and let pre-court take whatever he wants maybe it's these sets of players maybe it's something you know down to austin or just start his own that he gets the right to do that legally he certainly does it's in his contract yeah you know so i think they're trying to find a way to save it and this to me and the fact that mls is saying there's no truth to it trying not to get people's hopes up just in case it doesn't work out and those things that's what i maybe i just want to believe that but i truly do believe that that's what's happening i think there will be a way where maybe it's a year off or maybe a lot like san jose like you know mls is in the background trying to figure out a way to do it and let them keep their team and get their team back 
maybe there's a way. And I want to believe that both of these circumstances, the helicopters being seen, I want to believe that Clay saw helicopters. And <laughs> the fact that MLS is saying, no, 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 that's not true, on purpose to not let this just story bubble. Clay, Clay has, like, black paint under his eyes. He's yeah. just, <laughs> sure, he wears a hat made out of aluminum foil. But what I'm saying is like, he saw the helicopter. <laughs> he always hears them. He's, yeah. <laughs> then we find out Clay's like a Vietnam vet. And he's just yeah. like, I always, he always yeah. hears helicopters. Yeah. <laughs> also, there's someone shooting in the tree. No, there isn't. <laughs> There's no one shooting in the tree. <laughs> so, uh, so look, well, yeah. So Saul, this is basically what's been going on. So hopefully the, w- w- you're caught up a little bit in, uh, in, in the whole scenario. So um, uh, another thing we want to announce very quickly is uh, the Cooligans. We want to, we, we're trying to grow, right? We're trying to do more and we want we're trying to give more to you guys. We want to, we've been talking about wanting to be bigger in the sense that we get invited to more events and do more things so that we could bring you better content and more access to what's actually happening in American soccer. Also, we've we've seriously discovered what if there was a way to get you more content that you already like. You exactly. Know? So we are officially announcing this this push to try to add a second episode of the Cooligans per week. Now, oh, oh, my, oh my god, the crowd, the crowd is going wild. <laughs> so we're, we're we've been talking Alexis, about this. Alexis, Alexis, Alexis. <laughs> no one's cheering. <laughs> Boo, Christian, get him out. Can, weak beard, can, weak beard, <laughs> weak beard. <laughs> so. We've been talking about this for a long time. The The main issue for us is... Our fans have been asking for this for a very long time. Yes, uh, and we, we discussed it amongst ourselves, and the big issue that we have is is time, right? We It's, it's difficult to do this show uh, consistently, um, especially more than once a week because yeah. of our schedules, because we have to uh, provide for our families, Ugh. all these kids that we have to feed. <laughs> yeah. uh, but we have to, you know, we have to pay our bills, and we got to do a lot of stuff. So We, we, we do, live in New York. It's we do, York, we do comedy, we do uh, other side jobs, uh, pizza this, pizza that, yeah, right? All right. So, uh, so we're, we're really making a push to make the Cooligans more uh, a part of our lives and, 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 and the other stuff less because we enjoy doing this and, and this is the thing we want to do for a very long time. So what we're doing now is uh, hopefully getting some support from fans so that uh, we can add a second episode and the way to do that is to essentially become a part of the gully squad bang 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 <laughs> that's right so if you want to become you're essentially becoming a subscriber a supporter you're like in getting an interest in the cooligans right yeah. you're you're getting you're helping us uh, create more content you're almost becoming a cooligan shareholder if you yeah will, yeah you i know. mean there's if i mean but nothing there are no shares there's no shares <laughs> there's as many shares as the amount of dollars mls puts <laughs> in the checks we're gonna we're gonna make sure we send you checks that are, that <laughs> are zero dot zero zero yeah zero <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so the best way to do that is go to soccercooligans.com and become become a subscriber, become part of the Gully Squad, yeah, and you'll I- see it on our website. It'll be up. Uh, we're we're going to do it tonight. Uh, so in other words, the day before you hear this, yep. uh, go to our website. You'll check it out. Go to soccercooligans.com. You'll see where that is. Here's the thing. We thought about possibly doing a Patreon, but then that would only give you content that only some people could hear. Yeah. And that didn't seem not, not unfair for sure, but it really didn't seem like that was the best way to go about it. We want to share as much content with 
all of you guys as possible. Exactly. We want to make everyone laugh. So the, the essentially what's going to happen is the, the, the people who are the strongest cool against supporters, the biggest fans, which we've met, we've seen, uh, they've come to our shows. They're incredibly they loving. Repping our gear. So supportive. It just means the world to us. Also, they engage with us on Twitter. I know a lot of you don't live in cities where we went out and performed as a part of this tour, but you guys are the first ones to retweet what we do or comment or add levity to what we do, which we've said from the beginning. We're not the only ones that are funny. A lot of funny people online a lot of people with great you know sense of humor you know first come to mind people like jay riddle who are always like you know uh photoshopping stuff and adding funny tweets yeah uh socal andrew okay the homie <laughs> the out OG, there yeah. just out there lounging getting a tan <laughs> out in manchester with that paint on his nose we got right? yeah we got some real people that not only the show the show is fun to do and, and we're glad that we make you laugh but there's so many people that do make that us for laugh. us as well yeah so uh that's what this is really all about so the people that, that you'll you'll see different tiers of, of for subscribers like you know five dollars ten dollars fifteen dollars whatever you want to give if you're rich there's more if than you're that. rich yeah <laughs> just you know you got it <laughs> so money's no thing for you right come on now <laughs> but if you want to support uh it, it'll be a, a monthly donation if you don't want to be a part of the show that's fine too you want to give five bucks and like hey i want to help the cooligans uh you know stay afloat and right. do more th- and do more fun things i could go with one less frappuccino or mochaccino a month you know you can or they can't. No, they can't. They can't. That's, that's their. <laughs> These are our listeners. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I will not go one less. <laughs> I will not make any sacrifices. Yeah. <laughs> it's just so you know, like, it's not just our time and effort uh, that's going to go into this. You guys get to be a part of the show at the highest level. Exactly. Really cool. And the people that do contribute will be able to, you, you can send in questions. You can send in things you want us to talk about. Like, we want yeah, Maybe you saw something funny that's a part of a different league that you're a fan of, the yeah. Greek League or something, and you want us to comment on it. That second episode. You know, for the most part, we'll really be driven by you guys. Yeah. You know, what is it that you want us to talk about? What what questions do you have for us? Uh, maybe other things that we didn't get to talk maybe, about and that maybe happened even, in MLS you know, or we, in American soccer. We've been, you know, we are stand-up comedians in, in New York, and we travel a bunch, and we do a lot of stuff. And we talk a lot about, hey, should we make our show uh, give something to the comedy fans? Like, maybe, maybe we can have guests that are not soccer people and they're, yeah. maybe they're just comedians that enjoy soccer and if we have a second episode we'll have the opportunity to do stuff like that or maybe we could just do extended interviews maybe you really like the interviews we do with someone yeah and maybe there's like an extra five or ten minutes that uh you know don't make it onto that first episode maybe that's something we could share exactly or maybe we could do an hour-long interview with someone you know that'd be great sure you know pulling someone like a like a matt doyle or something to really get in that dude's head you know, and then get too scared to ever talk to him again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know? I don't want that. The, the, the immediate PTSD that comes with <laughs> talking to Matt Doyle is a little scary. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> but, uh, you know, let's really, you know, I there's people that are involved in soccer that haven't had the chance to shine. There's fans that want more. We're trying to find a way to build all that. We've been saying from the beginning, we want to build a community. We want to get more fans interested in, in, in American soccer. You're seeing it from our reviews. We're starting to do that. We're trying really hard to make people that maybe not don't know a lot about MLS or men's national team. We're trying to give them a different a different sort of viewpoint, you know, something a bit more funny, a bit more fun, a bit more relaxed, and we want to do more of that. So if that's something that you're interested in helping us out, we would absolutely adore we it. love you forever. Go to our website. Go to SoccerCooligans.com. You'll see it on the menu right yeah. there. And just, uh, and just and join up, man. It'll be the absolute Get in best. there. All right. So let's talk about some other uh, soccer-adjacent stories because last week 
we uh, after we recorded the show, I there was a there was a tweet from Kyle Martino. Remember oh, Kyle boy. Martino? He's been on the show. Guy, he basically, he was this this close to being the president of U.S. Soccer. And, right. and and for the people listening, just know that the the, the gap I'm making is not uh, accurate. It is very. He's using his two fingers. Two fingers. But really, it's he's, really. It if was I a, could snap one of those fingers off and throw it out of this building, really, then maybe he's probably it was like just chasm. A, a Grand Canyon esque. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, you know. Uh, chance but of, we believe we believe it was this so, much twitter told us yeah, yeah. Kyle martino was our guy the court of public opinion suggested that no. it was this far no but the players council thought yeah. otherwise it was uh, like skirt skirt <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Kyle martino was in new york and he's like hey uh you know he just tweeted i'm gonna be playing soccer at, at pier 25 uh in new little york pickup game come pick through up, little pickup come through i was like all right let me hit him up. Let's see if this is real. Yeah, you were like, I think I'm going to go. It was right after we... Uh, we just recorded the episode, and I just went over there. Just went there. It's down. not far from our studio. And you didn't have a chance to go get, like, your boots and stuff. You I, was just playing, I was playing in sweats and just some regular old sneakers. Uh, and so I was... I, I, I thought I wasn't even going to play, but there weren't that many people. Uh, and and they played to two. Damn, what you saying? He ain't got that strong of Twitter? <laughs> <laughs> no, I just think, you know, if you post an hour before you go play. Midday during midday, a work week. Yeah. There's all, who's, the people going to show up are just the, the losers like me that yeah. have nothing else going <laughs> yeah. on, right? <laughs> what do I do now? <laughs> so go over there. I'm like, oh, I'll just watch. And then and then there weren't too many people there. So they, I mean, there were like maybe 20 people. So you after two goals, you would swap teams. The losing team would right. swap. So I got in in a game. Uh, immediately was like, at first I was like, ah, oh, man, I really want to, I just want to play. I want to do a little kickabout, have a little fun. And then I <laughs> just a I, fun day with the lads <laughs> in the park. Huh? And then as soon as I got on, uh, got on that turf, I was like, holy shit. These are XMLS players. <laughs> and everyone was good. Of course. Every single person. I thought it was going to be like, eh, a little Could fun. you tell the fans when you started playing soccer? I started playing soccer regularly. I, I Look, I, I started playing maybe in... Uh, high school, let's say, like, uh, like casually like for fun, for fun, maybe once or twice a year, right? Yeah, Just here and there. I had no so idea. you kicked the ball in high school, kicked the ball around. Not you a, started playing soccer and trying to get better at soccer about when? about four years ago. Four years ago, <laughs> and you decide to just go have a you know kick what? about. I'm ready <laughs> for the next level. Oh, these MLS players ain't that good anyway. <laughs> and what are they from back in the day? These, it's a retirement league. Yeah, we all know that. It's trash. <laughs> I'll go out there. I'll just show them what I. I got <laughs> and what you had was trash. so I get I soon I before I play I'm like oh this can be fun just hot, you know, kicking the ball around and then as soon as I step on the turf I freeze I don't even I'm like whoa this everybody's too good yeah and then they started passing me the ball a little bit uh, I kept losing it took take first touch just terrible it would bounce weird places so they begrudgingly <laughs> passed you the ball after a while I I felt every single time they would make eye contact with me before they passed the ball, they would make eye contact and then just be like, I would be wide open. Make eye contact, make make an angry face, and then look another direction. <laughs> oh, and I know exactly <laughs> how you feel because I've attempted to play soccer my entire life. <laughs> so this was uh, – it initially hurt my feelings because, uh, you know, I, of course I want the ball and I want to I want to be able to show my skill. Right. Uh, but I have no skill to offer. And <laughs> yeah. in that no, you did show your skill. <laughs> it's just, it's just so very... look, uh, whatever. I was I was trying. Or was it fun? It was fun. And uh, so running I, around, not touching the ball. <laughs> Aleko Eskandarian was also.
also there. And again, you, I have this mentality. I'm like, oh, these guys, they're, what, they're in their 40s? 40-year-olds have never been uh, good at soccer. Uh, it doesn't matter how long they've been playing. <laughs> My youth will outshine <laughs> their no. dedication in the last 40 years of the sport. After playing with, with Aleko and with... Kyle. I th- and Aaron West was out there who I, played in college. That's right. And on that, his birthday, by the way. It was, it was his birthday as well. I told him happy birthday. Uh, he, uh, so uh, Aleko and Kyle were so good on the ball. I mean, look, and this is, obviously, I'm not a professional athlete, and, and I'm trying to. You don't have to quantify this. We've already said <laughs> four it. years, buddy. But, Get out there and tell us it, how it happened. It is this, the, if the presidency could have been decided based on <laughs> soccer skill alone. Yeah. I honestly think Kyle Martino takes it. He, I, the, Car, Carlos Codero, there's, he's not as good as, as, as Kyle at I, soccer. W- I will say this without even knowing unequivocally, Carlos Codero <laughs> got zero techers. He got zero moves. Yeah, right? no you skill. got no swag out there. <laughs> Kyle Martino still got it. Yeah. I mean, for real, for real. Just both feet. Just uh, shifty. That sh- he's a shifty man, which makes him a good president for a soccer. <laughs> you know? Okay. Yeah, I, I didn't know which way he was going. I'm like, <laughs> I see all this gray hair. I'm like, I got this. Which means that Sunil Galati must be amazing at soccer <laughs> if shiftiness is a good quality. <laughs> okay. Lateral movements. Yeah. <laughs> you never know where he's going. <laughs> Small. It's a very, but very low center of gravity. They're both. Too. They were both so good. <laughs> it was just. It was just surreal being in that moment because I. Again, I, heard, I, I heard. I'm a stand-up comedian. I started playing soccer four years ago. Oh, all of a sudden. And all of a sudden, I am in, I'm on the pitch with professional athletes. You have no, that's <laughs> like them jumping on stage with us to try to do jokes. They're going to get wrecked. Yeah, I'm like, how did I get here? This happened too fast. Yeah, yeah. This is all of a sudden a nightmare sequence. Why am I naked? This, is, this should be illegal. Yeah. So, well, well, tell us, because I heard through the grapevine, and then you tell us. You got megged. I did get megged. Hardcore. Yeah. <laughs> Hardcore. By, by your own teammate. No, I'm just no. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> they don't want to pass you the ball. They're like, yeah, technically you touched it. Uh, Aleko Eskandarian, uh, he, is, he is now my new enemy. <laughs> he is, I mean, they ex- please, expect a diss track for Aleko Eskandarian very soon. We're going to Home Depot. We're getting a shovel. <laughs> The diss track will be done. Because Aleko Eskandarian and in I'm really Water Pistol Christian. <laughs> uh squirt squirt. <laughs> bang bang. So uh he I mean clearly he's a horrible human being, right? I mean that that's there's no How dare uh, you? There's no other way to describe this because right. I'm not a professional player. He didn't need to do this What's to me. What's the step before war criminal? What's that? <laughs> Cuz that's where you're at when you get meg. After not having the ball passed to you for what seemed like hours. I don't know. I, it was the enemy of the church. Yeah. I, it might be that. <laughs> because I let go he nutmegged me. I was trying to defend and I even did the thing, you know, I I watch I watch these these professional soccer uh-huh. leagues. I see how defenders defend, right? They they don't they don't square up to the to the the, the person with the ball right. they they kind of uh, go at an angle right so that they, they so that they don't get nutmegged right and well, but also it's to force you either inside or towards the line exactly yeah and not you not me You're not like, me specifically you spread eagle out there <laughs> no, no no i did i did i I, sh- I turned my body i shifted my hips to be so that he wouldn't be able to nutmeg me and i don't even know what geometry or how he figured this out because my legs He's hitting angles that are i think illegal <laughs> because he nutmegged me when my when my legs were not even uh, there was no opening right yeah. <laughs> I don't know how he saw this opportunity to do this, but he got me. So Aleko, we're I don't if I see you on these streets, we're gonna have a problem. Just know it's real. <laughs> okay, you're gonna be running away very 
as scarred, scardian, as can, as scurred, scurred, scurdian. I'm trying to make that work. Uh, but it was, uh, thank you, Kyle Martino, for the yeah. event. That was, a, <laughs> that was a lot of fun. I mean, I didn't in, intend to uh, leave the game with, with a, a seething hatred for another human being. Right. But we are where we are. And, uh, and maybe Aleko Askandarian will come on the show and, and we can actually have it out and really talk, not fight, but you know, talk, really talk things we over. Gotta, we gotta, we gotta, I'll be the ombudsman, you know? I'll sit in between the two. The Do you know what that ombudsman? ombudsman? <laughs> I've never you heard that, that word, is? no. It's like the liaison. I'll, I'll be the, I'll be the, uh, What's the, the guy in the middle? How do I know only the confusing let word? Us, uh, listeners, let us know if that's a word. <laughs> that is 100% a word. I'll be the, uh, like the, the guy in the middle. Look, I'll be the unbiased. I, I'm going to ask Clay Hall to see if he thinks that's a word first. The helicopter said ombudsman on it, man. <laughs> uh, so that was pretty cool, man. Uh, it, 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 we, oh, I, what was it? In, um, Miami also played with some uh, XMLS players and stuff. Yeah, and yeah, I, yeah. I just, I just hate that every time well, I try, <laughs> I always embarrass myself. You got, you got, a, you got the, 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 <laughs> the blooper reel, the own goal blooper reel every time you out there, bro. <laughs> so this is why I say don't even try. <laughs> that's that's Alexis's mantra. If you don't try, you don't fail. Exactly. All right, kids. Uh, glad you're inspired. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's what I'm here for. <laughs> All right. Uh, so let's uh, move on. There's uh, a couple other things that we need to discuss, and the big news that happened the day we put out the podcast again you know the news the news wait for the cool again i know guys. i mean <laughs> you know if you put it out tuesday morning at least we'll be able to talk about Look it out for us uh clint dempsey clint deuce dempsey calling Saying bye bye hanging up the boots hanging up the cleats immediately <laughs> yes, he's done. He's uh, it's it's official. He's yeah. done with uh, with with his soccer career. Uh, a bit of a surprise. No, not a not not the end of season. Last few games, curtain call in every yeah, city. He tour. You know he the Kobe. The, tour. the you know every Kobe's like. By the way, in three years, I'm gonna retire. So <laughs> start Very the awards ceremonies. Really start now. all the ceremonies now. I want to give everyone time to get red carpet. You know, <laughs> <laughs> just for all the event planners out there, I'm really looking <laughs> yeah. out for you. Also, I got a little deck that I made. It's, it's, it's got a slides of the things I like. Uh, you know, you're gonna my give me a fruit basket. Yes, my best plays. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I have it all ready for you. Highlight reel. I made it for you. <laughs> okay. Uh, so Clint Dempsey retires from the Seattle Sounders. He's done with soccer. Wow, uh, an incredible career for for the man, right? Uh, uh, Alexis doesn't agree. But. No, come on, <laughs> stop it. I need it to be said right now. So, the jokes aside, I said that's not the guy to lead Seattle to a uh, MLS Cup. And if you know, technically, I'm right because he didn't play in the MLS Cup final when they won. Uh, I didn't think a guy with a bad ticker, up, you know, in that age, you need to go buy a forward. The guy's had an incredible career. Uh, the guy is uh, what I would consider to be the style of player that I want to see more of okay. with the men's national team. Someone who learned it on their own. Someone who brought a little bit of flair. Someone who did some wild shit out there. Not someone who was very, you know, sort of boxed in and was taught by coaches. Someone who went out there and played with adults and played with older kids and played with kids from other nationalities and learned from them. He was the gulliest soccer player ever to take part. In the men's national team, uh, sure. The yeah. guy had bars. They weren't the best bars, the but best he had bars. bars he right? ripped like, up referee notebooks. He, come on now, <laughs> who else is doing that? Who else gets on the podium and says now Portland can't say shit? <laughs> Stuff like that. Like That's even fun. Portland fans can appreciate the gulliness. Yes, he was. He kept it real, and he 100%. he he is a uh, uh, he is one of a kind when it comes to uh, men's soccer and and U.S. men's soccer. Right? He uh, yeah. I, I didn't watch him too much. I wasn't paying attention to the 
Premier League when he was there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I knew he was at Fulham. I, I think I knew, I started knowing of him when he was at Tottenham. Yeah. Uh, and he did score 13 goals for Tottenham. Like, I know a lot of people sort of wipe away the Tottenham part of his career. That was huge. As an Arsenal fan, it was hard to watch, but it was fun to watch as a men's national team because I'm like, I can't believe an American is getting this big and this far. Yeah. Uh, and, and actually, I think an American scored, De- DeAndre Yedlin scored the first goal uh, of an American in, in the four Premier League. years. So I think Jeff Cameron was a previous Was it one. Jeff Cameron? Yeah. All right, I thought it was Clint Dempsey. Oh, no. That would have been like Linden a Gooch? decade ago. Did Lyndon Gooch ever score? Lyndon Gooch, uh, not not in the Premier League. Was he, he was with Sunderland in the Premier League. But the, uh, he didn't score. I know that. Come on, Gooch. But did, but did he score in the championship? That's what I'm saying. He might have scored in the championship, but I, I don't know. Uh, but Clint, yeah, how do we... Uh, look, he, he is a... The, the last couple of years while we've been doing the podcast... Clearly, he has not been the same Clint. We haven't. We 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 never really no. got a chance to, to speak about him in in glowing the, terms. Glowing terms because well, also we just missed the the Clint Obafemi Martins era, which was incredible. Yes, yeah. uh, what well, Oba got sold to China to China the day the not not the day but the the year, like maybe four or five months after we started doing the podcast, so we didn't yeah. really get to see them play no. uh, that much. I mean, again, we, we I used to casually watch MLS right. here and there, uh, but I didn't really get to see them at their at their peak. Certainly didn't get to enjoy it as much as the fans there did. That was an incredible. I think we did get to see them play against us. Uh, but NYCFC. Yes, the first year. Yeah, so I might, I think I missed that game, but you were just like, oh my god, the two of them together, it was insane. Yeah, they, I believe they won that game, if yeah. I'm not mistaken. Yeah. I think it was three two or something like that. But long story short, he certainly had big moments uh, with MLS, bigger than that. His career proved something that Americans could play a stylish game, that the Americans can play with the ball at their feet. Americans weren't just about speed. Um, Landon Donovan certainly. You know, a lot of people say a better player up to you guys to decide, uh, but he didn't do that much in the Premier League or as much as uh, Clint Dempsey did. And, you know, he got sold to the Premier League back in the time when not a lot of Americans from MLS were getting sold to the Premier League. He had to make that move happen. You know, MLS wasn't in the mood of selling their best players at that time. Uh, Like we're sort of coming into that era now. So he's he's a bit of a trailblazer, very much a trailblazer. So shouts to him. You know, apparently he's like, he loves to, to fish. This is his thing. That's his thing. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Get out there. You know, <laughs> but the last, the last couple of years, you have been very critical of Clint Dempsey and he deserved every bit of it. Okay. And so did the team. If you're look, Seattle Sounders are having the best, what, eight weeks of, <laughs> they're having the best run of any, sure. of any MLS team, I think all season right now. But if you're a Seattle Sounders fan at the time when you have, you know, um, what's his name? Jordan, uh, Jordan Morris getting injured and not coming back. And you're looking at your options and it's only Will Bruin and Clint Dempsey up front until they go and get Rui Diaz. You should have been upset. I was the only one willing to say it. Was I right? Mostly. Yeah. Okay. I'll take that. I'll take (laughs) that. You were the only one. A good B grade or a C even? (laughs) My guy, I'm good. Sure. Who Uh, needs hundreds? I think the fact that- I keep it a hundred. I don't need a (laughs) hundred. The fact that he came back from from the heart issue and was able to play another year uh, says a lot about his- What does it say? It says a lot. It says, it says a lot about his Give character. Give me one thing that it says. What? What about what? I, I say a couple of things. It says a lot about his character. The fact that he was like not. He could have retired then, right? He didn't do that. Uh, and he he wanted Should to come he back. Have? I don't know. I mean, I, I, I would disagree because he, he was able to get uh, uh provide a little bit more for the Seattle Sounders. And no one could have done that. Look, it, you, it wouldn't have been it wouldn't have been the precipice to have or like the catalyst for them. Well, to have maybe to go at and the get, time, maybe at the time, no one else could have done it. That, that's what. Look, maybe if Jordan Morris is there, 
Uh, it would have been the catalyst for them to have to go out and find yeah, but, suitable replacement. Yes, but it, that doesn't mean everybody's uh, that they want is available. So it, it took as long as Rui Diaz wasn't able uh, available at the beginning of the year, but he he was now. So who knows? Regardless of that, he still provided and, and, and contributed something. Yeah, of course. So that does mean something. And and it it, it some respect should be given like the, uh, our older US men's national team players who are at the end, the tail end of their careers mm-hmm. should be given a little bit of of I don't want to say a longer leash necessarily, but a little bit of benefit of the doubt, some patience. I thought you were a little too critical of him. Look, I'm glad he went and got that bag. Go secure the bag. I'm glad Seattle paid. But he actually, but he because he retired, he actually gave up. I think about uh, almost two, a million to two million dollars, something like that, because he retired early, as opposed to just finish finishing out the year. Which, which that is a really big decision. That does say something about his how much he got paid at Tottenham. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it says something about his character, and he's like, sure. I, you know, I don't want to accept money just to sit on the bench and not being being able to contribute. That's there's not many people who would do that. You know what? He could have gotten the money and donated it to uh, a lot of these retired MLS players that now have to go become real estate agents. And shit, so. <laughs> yes. Clint Dempsey's a monster. That's, that's really, <laughs> I'm not saying it. I'm just, you're making him out to be, look, I think he is a very high character player. I think he's one of the best. I've given him nothing but plaudits this entire time. All I'm saying is in the moment, someone needs to be out there saying the truth and it's me. Okay. All of you guys want everything to be cheery. Oh, we're getting Clint Dempsey at 34 years old and he's going to be just like Clint Dempsey at 27. No, he's not. And was he? He had moments. He had moments of brilliance. And he provided a lot of uh, great opportunity, great for us to talk, ripping the, you know, the play, the, the, the coach of the refs notebook, things like that. A lot of wonderful things. If you're a Seattle fan, you probably love him and you should. It was great for him. It was great. It said something about MLS that he came here on, on a, like a preseason thing and saw, or what was it, men's national team, and saw the fan base and was like, that's where I want to go. That says something about the fan base of Seattle more than I think it says about him in particular. But he came here. He did a great job. He provided something that no one else could at that time. Absolutely. I thought they could have, should have cut those strings earlier. Maybe he would have gone to another team and then he'd be doing the same thing he's doing now. I'm not saying it takes anything away from this. <laughs> okay. All right. Whatever, you know, at the end of the day, agree to disagree. I'm right. <laughs> so, uh, let's a couple of quick things before we start talking about a, a couple of the games. Um, did you see this? Maybe, I don't know if we should talk. Is this the Hope Solo thing? No, no, not the Hope Solo. And, you know, we'll talk about it during the game. I, I, I'll get to it. It's an Atlanta thing. But the U.S. soccer. Uh, oh, I saw this. Again, Carlos Codero and Gianni Infantino uh, got to hang out uh, with our our biggest fan, uh, <laughs> the, the, the 45th president of the United States, Donald oh, Trump. God, uh, that still hurts. Going into the Oval Office. And uh, this. It was to celebrate us getting the, the 2026 World Cup. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And they, they did a photo op, a couple, you know, some dumb interviews and, uh, for, for the, the reason this look, this president is very divisive. Clearly, uh, people, people get annoyed polarizing if you will, when, when people get, uh, when people are in a, in any, in a room with him, in a photo with him, they just like, ah, he is, that is an accomplice to whatever. So they uh, based on uh, all the stuff on Twitter. There were a lot of people uh, just on, on social media in general. There were a lot of people who were mad that U.S. soccer 
would be that Cordero would even be in a photo smiling with Donald Trump, giving him uh, a, a U.S. soccer jersey. I hated seeing him, but it's I, he, the guy. It's part of his job. Yeah, <laughs> that's sort of the, the the thing. Some people bring up the example of like, well, you know, the Golden State Warriors didn't go uh, go go to the White House. And True. So some people feel like you should sort of sever all ties with that man. Uh, I think. Soccer is a little bit different in that uh, the, 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 gov- the governments have a lot of influence and say in, in tournaments happening. So the U.S. Although get- it's actually illegal as per FIFA's rules for the government to get involved in whether the country gets the tournament. Yeah, that yes so to some degree but, no but from a practi- there was precedent for them to not do it from a pragmatic level. They, they, you, you need governments to be involved so that the events happen and are coordinated. Sure. So that's what I'm saying is that a president, if you you are not in some decent standing with a yeah. president of a country that you are running the World Cup at, you're probably going to have a couple issues. And Infantino would take a picture with anybody. He'd take a picture <laughs> with Kim Jong-un. He'd take a picture with Gaddafi's, you know, casket. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they don't care. You know, Infantino's like, we FIFA, baby. Yeah. We're Switzerland. We got, we, you know, nothing, nothing. We're, we're impartial. I don't care if you're a war criminal or not. I'm taking a picture with you. To, you know, to his credit, first of all, who does he respect more than someone who just stole an election? I mean, really, <laughs> Infantino's going to love that, you know? Yeah, that's, uh, uh, you know, he, that, he, he, I learned it from watching you, yeah, Donald. Yeah. Hey, I like what you did. We should compare notes. Cordero, I could understand it being a bit much. The guy's Colombian, right? You're Latino. Be careful. You know? Yeah. It, it's Maybe just, there's ICE agents in there. It's, uh, it's uncomfortable. Imagine the president of South That's <laughs> deported. Before- <laughs> Uh, oh, oh, hey, Carlos. Where, yeah. Carlos? I don't know. I don't trust yeah. this. Carlito, let me see your papers. Huh? <laughs> this is uh, more than anything. It is. It's uncomfortable to see. Right. That's really all it is. Because look, we love soccer. We love the sport, and it's like yeah. we we want to believe that there is uh, as little uh, or to no corruption as possible, and that there's that it's to? all good people. <laughs> it just feels like uh, you know you, we can never. That's the thing with soccer is that you can't ever truly remove yourself from the game because of the the higher ups that run it right because the game is such a local thing and it's such a at its at its heart it's such a beautiful thing it's a community it's sport it's such a community sport but then <laughs> then the overlords remind like, you yeah remind so, you that it's a little more it's a little more than that so that's why it's difficult to just be like you know like some people are like NFL Whatever, wherever you stand on this dumb issue and Kaepernick or whatever, but some people can just be like, "I'm not watching it at yeah. all," and and you that it almost it doesn't have the same effect of like if you say, "I I don't I'm not watching soccer anymore because of because of these things," you you're like, "What, what are you re- removing the entire world from your life? Like yeah. you're just you're gonna break up with every single human being? Are you gonna the- watch the World Cup knowing there's bodies in the stadium <laughs> concrete?" It's really it's it's a very difficult thing. So it's like they, you, you almost have to forgive those things. Well, you, you don't forgive that. You know what I mean? Not forgive. You almost have to forget that it, you have to put them out of your brain in order to enjoy the sport. Sometimes, yes. Because and let's stop acting. You know, you know the hooliganism wasn't always the best either. You know, a of lot course, of racist of things. So like, I mean, and, there's, and, there's, yeah. there's bad stuff in everything. So in everything. So seeing this interaction, it was see, hard to see. It's hard to see. That's but really you kind of understand. But yeah. So it was like people are getting like getting mad specifically at Cordero or at Infantino is 
sort of pointless because it, it, it's sort of like what's going on with Kaepernick, right? He's the, right. He, he is um, part of the ad campaign for Nike. And now all of a sudden people are burning their Nikes. They're really upset. So it's like now, now that you see Infantino also, with Trump. Bum-ass Nikes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but now that you see Infantino with Trump, now it's a problem. There's like yeah. there's been a dozen other things that he's done that are really st- ridiculous. You know, like like threatening to to fire people or ban people from FIFA if they say anything negative about about the about FIFA. So it, there's m- plenty of other issues uh to to be frustrated with, but it was interesting to see. It was just like not and also Trump doesn't like it's just so ridiculous seeing Trump around anything. I just don't want him around any any soccer related thing. It's just it just yeah, annoys like, me. Don't touch. Don't touch it. Like don't it's touch a, what we do. Just stay it's out already it. tainted. Don't yeah. do whatever you're gonna do. We got enough problems, bro. <laughs> don't bring your shit in here. <laughs> we ain't got enough room in the overhead compartments. Don't bring your baggage in this plane. Get that's, out. That's genuinely how I feel. <laughs> yeah. I was like, man, stop. Like, just stay out of we it. We got we got so many issues. Ugh, this is the Mike, last thing we need. Mike Pence getting involved. We don't want any of it. <laughs> <laughs> Just we got we got enough shit to deal with. So uh, the U.S. is going to be playing. Uh, uh, the U.S. men's national team is going to be playing against Brazil. Yeah, this, they released uh, the, the 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 squad, the the, the roster, if yeah. you will. This uh, this Friday, uh, September seventh, they'll be playing, uh, and also we'll be announcing uh, this this Friday. Listen to well, we're going to have a special episode this Friday coming out with uh, John Strong. John Strong is going to be calling the U.S. Brazil game, uh, and he will be on the show. How cool is that? How cool already, is that? Already with the second episode. <laughs> so look, we get we're teasing you. So uh, make sure you make sure you support. So uh, so who's our, what? What do you think about the roster? Um, I look. I'm excited about it. There's a couple people. Um, like uh, let's talk. All right, let's start with the the goalkeepers because there's a lot of names that I was expecting to be on here that aren't, and there's a lot of names that I wasn't expecting and that are, and I'm kind of excited about both. Oh, there's yeah, right. there's one. Yeah. <laughs> which is why. <laughs> Sarah can, uh, he got to remember us when he put this name down. So Alex Bono from Toronto. What? Yeah. Bono. What? Yeah. Bono. Bono. Bono's the singer. Well, Bono's, he might be Bono's a better goalkeeper right now. Uh, uh, Bono. Alex Bono. Uh, obviously, FC. Uh, Bono. But okay, whatever. Bono. What did I say? Bono. You said Bono, Bono. again. Bono. <laughs> Alex Bono. That sounds like I'm saying something offensive. Uh, Bono uh, from Toronto FC. Ethan Horvath from Club Bruges. I don't know how he's playing out there, but I do the last game I remember. <laughs> we yelled his name the next day. We did. After- Horvath. After the Howler Horvath. And then Zach Steffen, who I think is going to be the starter. Zach Steffen. Yeah, he's uh, from uh, Columbus Crew. Awesome FC. Uh, defenders. <laughs> sorry, guys. Defenders, we got John Brooks, Cameron Carter-Vickers, Eric Lehigh, who I forgot was playing for, for a whole city, Aaron Long of the New York Red Bulls. That's interesting. Might be his first call-up. Uh, Mia- what, what name did you just say? Aaron Hall. Aaron Long. <laughs> Aaron <Singer>? Hall. <laughs> oh, Aaron Hall. <laughs> wow. Well, Valenko could play. <laughs> you know what? I, I, my, I have an Aaron Hall story. Aaron Hall used to live in my neighborhood in Brooklyn, <laughs> and I used to play basketball against Aaron Hall before I knew who he was. For real? Yeah, yeah. I, I, if you don't know, he was a very famous R&B, R&B singer sing- from yeah, yeah. The way back in the, the day. 90s. But he was, yeah, he was before our era. Yeah, he was. So I was, I was probably like... 10, 11 years old playing against this, like this bald dude. I remember he was bald and he had like a really, uh, uh strong, like Van Dyke. Yeah. You know? Yeah. The, the, the beard and the kind that co- covers everything but lips. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He never, he would never say who he was. And then a friend of mine told me, I was like, 
oh, that's Aaron Hall. And I'm like, who's Aaron Hall? And then I like, I Google I, him. I, 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 was, I was before Google. Oh, okay. And then I asked like my brother, I'm like, who, I, I just play basketball with Aaron Hall. And he was like, oh, really? It was just like a surprise. And I'm like, yeah, all right, cool. And then I just went on with my life. Like Keith Sweat, <laughs> you know, like it's one of those guys. Well, anyway, yeah. he's not. Aaron Long is. Matt Miazga, Shaq Moore. Yeah. I haven't heard that name in a hot minute. Shaq Moore. Tim Parker, also the Red Bulls. Good for him. Anthony Robinson. That's who the way he spells Everton, it. Everton uh, player who uh, is loaned out to Wigan. Yeah. And I believe Shaq Moore is a Liverpool player being uh, who's loaned out to Roos. Royce in Port- Portu. Uh, Deport- this is in Spain. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and the, uh, you know, oh, Reus. All right. I thought it was German for some reason. And of course, DeAndre Yedlin. Well, I can't one. believe he's like 26. Yeah. But, but he's uh, he's uh, the vet of the U.S. Men's National really Team. Really is. Yeah. Scored, scored this uh, weekend. His first goal ever in the Prem. Was that his first? I thought he scored. Oh, no. no he scored an own goal yeah. the, the week prior. Shouts uh, to DeAndre Yedlin. You know, and, and some, some people were... Um, I think I hate bringing this up again, but like people tweeted at us because Men in Blazers they tweeted out uh, DeAndre Redland scores when he wants, scores when of he course. wants. After, after of course, of course, only during the own goal, only during the own goal. Of course, I, I don't know what they did during the actual goal. Oh, well, I'm sure they didn't tweet that out. Why? <laughs> why mention American soccer but, but or American people, soccer players when it's positive? People did tweet at us that uh, as like this is another example of sort of the condescending uh, nature of of what, their their approach and their show. And look, um, I know you bring it up way up more often than I do <laughs> what I do yeah but uh this just again proves my point that one they are that and two that our fans are listening and they're watching <laughs> well it is it, it was the it's definitely a thing that I was paying attention to I think when when I started listening to their show years ago I was like oh this is like an interesting way to highlight a player like this is wh- where they they wanted to make jokes right and it's like that that's where it was. the The bar for humor was this. This was their brand, where they, it was like, oh, if an American player did something positive, positive or negative, they but but specifically negative, mm-hmm. they would they would kind of minimize it by praising them, which is like not really what we need from. Uh, f- f- that's not the standard we need to hold our. Our, our American soccer players too. We're no, like, but it, also it's like, God, we got an accomplishment and I'm not saying, you know, that's it. DeAndre Yedlin on goal, worst, worst defender in premier league. And then he scores a goal. What are you should be an attacking <laughs> player. This is the greatest. I'm not saying it was a go great that. goal. Yeah. I mean, look, scoring against Manchester city is not, it's not, it's not, it's not nothing late run. I yeah, mean, yeah. it was great. It was a good uh, goal. All I'm saying is, is when, you know, you have a podcast that's constantly just, it's, pa- know, it's patronizing. It's patronizing. That's really it's the, condescending. It's all those things. It's, so, and as fans, we're just taking like, well, at least someone's talking about us. Done. And we're done with yeah, that era. That's kind of what we we're need. here now. <laughs> well, we need to praise our players and we need to criticize them. But there's there's still room to have fun and there's still room to make jokes. And we can make uh, we, there's there's an opportunity to have fun in more uh, non-surfacey ways than just being like. The tip, he scores when he wants, he scores when he wants. Like, Get it? Because he scored an own goal? <laughs> it's like, there's better jokes, right? Yeah. I, I, and, but I'll Do t- we have better jokes? Maybe. Uh, maybe, who knows? Yeah. I don't know. Have, you know, you laughed, still have you laughed even once during this show? Probably not. Probably but. not. But <laughs> we're trying. But we try our best. And you know we love it. We love the sport. <laughs> so, But uh, that, those are, that's, we're not just here to talk about the defenders. But, yeah, but that, the, the last point I wanted to make was that, that, that there shouldn't be this, uh, this, uh, patronizing uh, approach 
for, for how long are we going to do this? Yeah. Right? Because by doing that, we're not being critical uh, and we're not raising the standard of what we want American soccer to be and wh- uh, what we want it to look like. Right. And if you're a fan, if you're wearing the little soccer jersey right now, it says <laughs> men in blazers on it with the sash. Are you are you aiding and abetting that? You know, that that constant ridicule of the it, American it, soccer it's player. It's the equivalent of Cardero in a room with Trump. hundred <laughs> percent. I honestly believe that. You know, are you are you adding to that? And even our friends who would put themselves in a position uh, to to maybe share a stage with them and 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 you know be a part of their shows. All of that, that's fine. I totally get it. You want to promote what you're doing, and you want you, they, the, people should be congratulated for all the the hard work that they're putting in to help build this game. It's not just us, but I'm just also saying like how much of that is like yo, we're continuing to get shit on for no reason. And we're acting like, oh, but at least it's like someone who slaps you and then gives you a sandwich. You're like, well, at least I'm getting a sandwich. Nah, son, I'm done being slapped. I'll go get my own sandwich, <laughs> which also lets you know I'm hungry. <laughs> I just uh, look, if you ever have a child, you're going to just have you're going to impart so much wisdom. <laughs> all this, Nothing but gems. All this food based wisdom <laughs> of, of whether look, do you want the fist or, or do you or do you want the <laughs> the cup of coal? The cup of coal. <laughs> it's a difficult decision. <laughs> You're probably going to go Capicola. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so stupid. In uh, other words, we love you. We're not trying to hurt you. Come so, to us. So the midfielders, midfielders, uh, Kellen Acosta. Go ahead. Traded right, right, right. From FC Dallas. We got Tyler Adams. Obviously well-deserved. Paul Ariola. Uh, by the way, he's been great. Uh, Tyler Adams going to Germany. Uh, supposedly at the end of the winter break. Tyler yes. Swellman. Yes. We, yeah. We're aware. Okay. Are you, is RB breaking Leipzig. news from Clay Hall. Confirmed RB Leipzig. <laughs> <laughs> Clay Hall. I saw a helicopter flying to Germany with Tyler Adams in it. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, Julian Green. And we, I did see DeAndre Yellen and Julian, uh, Julian Green. I saw them. Uh, DeAndre's uh, Instagram stories are pretty lit. He's always like very. He's, a lot he, of his dog. A lot of his uh, English dog. But dog. he's also, he's a very basic Instagrammer, yeah, you know, he's just like, so. yo, we out here. You got the sunglasses. He's like, at Central Park. I'm like, all right, okay, yeah. DeAndre, cool. This <laughs> 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 is very. Yeah. Uh, so he's like, got Starbucks. They misspelled my name again. <laughs> he, that's just like, yeah, that'd be, but cool, but great goal, man. Yeah. You're doing great, press. great goal. Um, see, better job. A couple of uh, Julian Green, Sebastian Lejet, which is good to see him after the after the injury that he suffered the, uh, last the, year. Visually too gorgeous, <laughs> Sebastian. Uh, I mean, based on looks, he deserves to be there every year. I want to sing an Aaron Hall song <laughs> to, to, to Stephen Legend. Very gorgeous, Legend, very Stephen gorgeous Legend. man. <laughs> I'm all over the place. Today. Weston McKinney obviously deserved Chris, Christian Roldan, which is good. I'm very nice good to see him. He's, he has he's had a very good season. Um, Will Trap, 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 God, Trap, Trap, and Tim Weah, uh, who just scoring for PSG. Doing got in the got in the first eleven. Yeah, he's he's. I think he started maybe Last one game, or two he games in the eighteen. But you know, what are you do? Yeah, yeah, he got yeah, Also, he looked bad, and then Mbappe came in and it looked amazing. But <laughs> whatever, we making moves. Exactly, America, we out here. Bang bang. Uh, and then the fours. Uh, uh, and how do you, how do you say Andrea? I'm pretty sure that's Andrea Novakovic. Novakovic, yeah. We, we Bobby saw, we saw Wood, him. who I'm Bobby. happy to have back. And uh, Novakovic, I don't know much about. Do you know anything well, about Novakovic? Well, he he, he, uh, he played. He had he got his first cap. Last um in the last friendly or yeah. over t- I don't know a couple friendlies ago I don't I don't remember exactly but he this year uh, he he did get to play and he did he score I don't think he scored did he score I don't remember I don't believe he scored anyway I uh, think he's had two games with no goals I think that's what that 
the little numbers next to them. Okay. Uh, yeah. Caps two, goals cap, zero. Got it. And Giazzi Zardes. That's the really the big news. <laughs> Giazzi Zardes coming back to the men's national team after being cast aside by Los the Los Angeles Galaxy. Coming back as a forward. Yeah, not as a wing back. Not as a, a wing back. A defensive back. Goalkeeper, no. coach's assistant, <laughs> none of those things. No, he's like, this is where I belong. <laughs> yeah. Up in his 18. Back up top. Which also tells me. That, yo, we better be getting Burhalter <laughs> because if Giazzi's aren't going to score, it's only with Burhalter's uh, system. Okay, we'll see what Dave Sarakin can do with him. I don't, I, you know. I don't know who starts. Who starts up top? Obviously, no Christian Pulisic. No, no Christian Pulisic. There's here. no uh, Josie Altador, right? There's no uh, after we talked about Michael uh, Bradley. Michael Bradley after we talked about um, you know Jimmy Conrad's uh, quote. You also miss Marky Delgado. Marky Delgado oh, got right. added to, mm -hmm. uh, got added like the next day. They were like, oh yeah, also Marky Delgado, which I'm happy about as well. You know, uh, had a lot of potential when he was, I think he was with Chivas USA and they couldn't figure out where to put him. And there was a chance that he could play for Mexico or something. I forget exactly what was happening. There was all this, uh, you know, can we keep him? Can we not? Marky Delgado getting in there. Yeah. It's, uh, this nice. looks like, I mean, but against Brazil, Neymar is going to be playing. Uh, the fact that uh, Christian Pusik is not going to be there. A little, little tad worried. Uh, so that just means that Giazzi's art is going to score five on his own <laughs> and we'll lose six to five. But what <laughs> imagine this happens. It'd be so great. The, but look, we saw the, the effort given in, in the draw against France uh, right before the world cup. That was the world cup winning team. And the U S men's national team was able to get a point, uh, you know, or you, or you get at least a, a result uh, out of it. That's, Impressive. I'm. I'm thinking, if if the U.S. men's national team was able to do that against a, a, basically a World Cup side for France, they're gonna body Brazil. They're gonna be the Brazil got nothing. Brazil's gonna be like, damn. Neymar's son. gonna be rolling all over New Jersey. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm hurt both knees, an ankle, a shoulder. <laughs> like get him out of here. We're done with him. Yo, uh, sixteen of these players have seven or fewer appearances for the men's national team. Seven or fewer caps. You don't even need that big of a closet. You ain't got that many caps, my guy. <laughs> what a terrible toes joke. Yeah, you know what? Go, go listen to Men Blaze. They do way, way better than right now, actually. They do way DeAndre better. DeAndre Yedley leads the way with 52. Yeah. He's an old man out there. Jeez. It's going to be fun. What was it like back in the day, DeAndre? <laughs> it's gonna, tell you, kid. It's going to be an interesting game. Uh, we'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll talk about it um, uh, with John Strong on Friday before the game. And then next week, we'll talk about how it went. There's a... Uh, who are they playing? The it's Brazil. What's the that's the first uh, friendly. There's another one Brazil, coming. Brazil, Colombia, and England. Those are like the next few. Okay, so it's gonna be interesting for the men's national. See what see what uh, they end up doing. But that really where are really the next thing to be excited about is the women's World Cup next year. So that's gonna be yeah lit as hell. All right. So and if you're into white girls, <laughs> you know, help to according to Hope Solo. <laughs> what did Hope Solo? You were telling me this uh, yeah. off air. What did Hope Solo on, say that pull it up. pissed people off again? I mean, first of all. It's Hope Solo. So everything she said <laughs> pisses people off. So uh, apparently Hope Solo uh, d decided to make some racially charged comments about the women's national team. I mean, but she said that the problem is, is that it's all a bunch of white girls from next door. Here we go. Something is broken when the U.S. women, uh, something is broken when the U.S. women are dominated by white girls next door. Is that the, is that the roster or is that? That is the quote. Yeah, I'm sure she means the roster. Uh, we call ourselves the ponytail posse because that's what uh, the U S women's national team was all about. The white girls next door. You want statistics to back that up? Barely more than a dozen female players of color have represented the U S the United States at the highest level since 1991. Barely more than a dozen. I, damn. So she look, got a point though. So the, the, 
this is a fair argument. She wrote this for the Guardian. But th- there's no real this is there's no real difference than the the comments that we make about US soccer in general and who gets left out and the people uh people of color, people who can't afford uh the fees required to to get the the proper coaching at the higher levels. So th- this specifically is not anything new, right? I mean that that that's my first uh No, it's res- not new, but I do want to give whatever Whatever the uh, inspiration was for her to write this, you know, unfortunately, when it comes to Hope Soul, it's not always the, there's, there's always, it seems like there's always something else she's trying to achieve. Okay. But, you know, we do have to, you know, we have to say that this is a, a, a good thing. If this, if this makes one person say like, oh, maybe we need to make a change and that change helps, you know, young girls of color uh, get in, get into the game. So that's a good thing. Not against it. Uh, the but but it it is a I don't know it just feels like the same thing that we've we've also that we've discussed in general with like the bigger problem so highlighting the fact that I, I just think the comments of like it's all it's just a bunch of white girls uh, is is a little bit um, the, the 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 message can get lost because there is a larger problem right it's not just the issue is not that that. Uh, Girls of color are not being able to play. It's just like almost anybody of color is not being almost, uh, you know, they, they, they're they being left out and being excluded. I mean, but she's talking specifically from her experience as a uh, playing for the women's national team. So that's the perspective she's using. I, you know, I can't be mad at it. I, I'm not saying she's wrong. I just, I'm just saying during, especially during the election, I feel like this was, these are the things that were discussed. I don't know, but I have not read the article. It, it seems like there, there is, Adding to it's a, it's a, I don't know just you saying I, like I'm I haven't read the article so you said uh, there's a bunch of, just a bunch of white girls so I'm sort of responding to what you said not what she said <laughs> that's literally what she <laughs> said though something is broken when the USA women are, are dominated by white girls next door I mean it's, it's we can say we can say that about the men's national team we can say that about uh, soccer at youth levels we can say like, like it's a, it's a, a larger problem so I'm, I don't know it's that's just my first response to it I'm like oh yeah I I, I hear that and I'm like yeah I know. Yeah, we're yeah we're we're talking well, about. I mean, like, that's still good. I mean, you don't ever yeah. you know out of sight, out of mind. You know, you never want the conversation okay. to go yeah, that's fair. out of the public uh, realm. You want it to continue to be in the public realm, and this certainly helps. But uh, you know, when it's hope solo, sometimes <laughs> you're just like, what exactly is she trying to get at? She's like, also ageism. Can I get back on the team, please? <laughs> <laughs> it's really messed up. Can I please please let me play? Uh, so okay, so like yeah, I, because I haven't read it, I feel like uh, ill-equipped to. To really talk about it, but you did you did mention it, and I'm glad I'm glad you brought it up, Alexis. Well, that's what I'm here for. Also, Sporting Kansas City has resigned Beasler, Zusi, Espinoza, and Ilie. Okay, so all right, that's all good. Right. But that just happened, so that's we just, definitely missed <laughs> these things. So uh, finally, someone listened, bunch of, and put it out when we can use the. They resigned all their old men, yeah. and they're back on the squad. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so. The all right, so let's uh, let's talk about. There were a bunch of uh, major league soccer games. Over the weekend, let's take a break. Over Labor Day, we hopefully, hopefully, you did have a good Labor Day weekend yeah, as well, right? Yeah, hopefully, you enjoyed it. I know it was without us, but yeah, yeah. It's, it's pretty tough. Probably those sad. long, those long weekends. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but we're going to talk about a couple of the games right after this. Hey, thank you so much for listening to the coolest. We want to break up with a little word from our sponsor on the Volley Apparel. On the Volley Apparel.com. Go there. You want to get some dope. 
kit. You want to get like just shirts. You want to get clothing. You want to get. You want to look good while you're you playing get soccer. Our merch. You want to get our merch, which is so, currently sold out. But, well, <laughs> well, I mean, but that's but the place to go get it. That but more will be coming soon at On the Volley Apparel. So go to onthevolleyapparel.com. Look, they have it's it's urban inspired streetwear, right? So you can get tees, tanks, hoodies, jerseys. It's soccer streetwear. Soccer streetwear. So it's the dopest for men, for women. You want to look sharp, you, and and a lot of times, like you know, I'll be wearing a shirt, like a, the, the striker shirt, the keeper shirt, and the keeper shirt. So I have the t-shirt. That gets me a lot of attention. Yeah, and people are like, oh, you a keeper? Uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> people try to kick soccer balls at me. I'm like, no, I'm just going to let it go right past me. No, but it has the, the double, like, uh, the innuendo, yeah, yeah. the double entendre of, like, uh, the, he's that, a keeper. He's a keeper. Yeah. So, all right. And then and yeah. then sometimes people see it and they're like, oh, you, you think you fully yourself. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I am. And cured meats. <laughs> but they got a bunch of cool stuff. And if you want to shop, I'd look, winter's coming for a lot of us, right? The fall's coming. Mm-hmm. Hoodie season is back. That's right. Yo, this is the spot to get it. They got some dope hoodies. They got the Wu-Tang back. Wu-Tang with the soccer field in it is back. They got some really cool stuff. Um, the OVO looking one for the OTVA. The Tribe Called Quest yeah. looking one. There's a bunch of really cool stuff. Go out. Go check it out. Go to onthevolleyapparel.com. And if you use Cooligans, you're going to get 20% off. The, use the promo code Cooligans, and you get 20% off not just one item, the entire order. Everything. It's a great deal. So make Everything. sure you do that. Use the promo code Cooligans. Uh, 20% off your entire order at onthevolleyapparel.com. Yeah, baby, we're back. All right, let's go. Let's do uh, this. Major League Soccer this weekend uh, was fun as hell. Ridiculous. So much. Uh, look, we're we're in the Eastern Conference is basically fighting for the Supporter Shield, and nobody's interested in, in winning the Supporter Shield. Everybody, everybody's like, no, no thanks. Nobody wants to burn their players out, you know? <laughs> Everyone's like, no, you take it. No, no. There's a couple games uh, left, essentially, for most teams, uh, usually somewhere between six and eight games uh, uh, for most of the teams. The let's let's start. Uh, let's get right into it with some of the games in the order that they were played. Seattle Sounders played against Sporting Kansas City, ho- hosting Sporting Kansas City, a side that's been pretty strong uh, the last few weeks and pretty reliable. Sporting Kansas City were kind of sitting fighting for that number one spot on in the Western conference. And, but when you come, when you play against the Seattle Sounders towards the end of the year, they might as well be <laughs> Real Madrid because they, they, they just they can't they can't lose. They wait. They they they're like they're like a boxer that's like they, that they they're taking a couple punches and like oh yeah I got him I'm gonna get him this round yeah and then they you go in there round twelve and they're like oh where did he get this energy oh he roped me uh, into, <laughs> into believing I had him little rope of dope right uh, but Seattle wins this game three to one uh, and just. You're sort of surprised because of how reliable uh, Sporting Kansas City is from uh, a defensive perspective. Ico Parra, Matt, Matt Beasley, Tim Melia, the god, Tim Melia, <laughs> who just will not allow anything to, uh, behind his net, uh, behind him. So this is, you don't, you don't picture them losing uh, three to one to Seattle, even, even a, a, a streaking Seattle Sounders. Yeah. The Seattle Sounders, the, they win eight games in a row. Which They're is, getting lucky bounces, though. That Harry Ship goal. Was it him? Who was it that? Yeah, the Harry ship that yeah. it deflected off Graham Zuzzi and and went in. I mean, look, it, Seattle is on a on a streak right now that just didn't, eight games know. in a row, which is I believe the MLS uh, record post uh, shootout era. Right, because they no, there were no draws back then. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So 
I mean, what, you know, what do you say? What do you say to, about a team that's just finding ways to win? You know, uh, I had the idea that maybe once teams figured out Rui Diaz and how he fit, mm-hmm. uh, that they would sort of start to slow back down. No, no, the no, real, the real problem. And the, and the, I think the, you know, Brad Smith, this is what his second or third game. So it's not to say that, that the Seattle Sounders are, have been like, no one's been able to figure them out for, for eight games in a row. It's more that, that they've, they've added a couple, they've added Brad Smith just like, what, a, a month ago. Right. Uh, Brad Smith is incredible. He's just, he's really, really good. He is very good. He is, uh, was he, a, uh, he's Australian. I think he was playing for Liverpool or he was in the Academy of Liverpool or Bournemouth, if I'm not mistaken. So he just came, he was, he was a basic, he's basically loaned out uh, mm-hmm. to Seattle. I think he came from Bournemouth. I could be wrong. Um, but clearly a, a, a player that is, is fitting in very quickly and, and looks sharper than a lot of the, than a lot of the, the competition that he's up against. And he is not really being asked to do much more than yo go down the left side of the field, get there quickly and, and bang in a couple crosses. And he's, he's doing what Joven Jones did without, with maybe a little less like flair, but he's doing what Joven Jones seems did. to be more efficient than what Joven Jones did. Joven Jones he, was yes. He, it seems like he needed more opportunities to get the same out of him. He is from uh, born uh, from Bournemouth. Yeah, he did play for Liverpool, uh, Australian as well. So shouts to Australia getting some players out in uh, Premier League area. But uh, it seems to me like everyone just is now clicking. You know, Christian Roldan now has you know sort of understands his role a little bit. Rui Diaz is doing what he's supposed but to do. I'm, up top. Really, we need to be talking about Ozzy Alonso. Ozzy Alonso has been on fire hey, he's been so sharp he's been he's been he's the Ozzy Alonso of of, a, old. Of, 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 old, yeah. of a few years past and and now we're seeing even more like look he was dealing with a bunch of injuries but the you know he was very insulted by the fact that he wasn't uh, protected in the expansion draft for right. for LAFC that you, you you sort of seem like all right you disres- you disrespected me. I'm gonna show you what I'm I sh- do. <laughs> I'm gonna show you exactly what I do, and I'm gonna show you why you need me. Yeah, and he's been uh, he was that he was that in this game as well. The uh, the big controversial, uh, the most controversial moment in this game, which red we card. we don't really agree on, the Chad Marshall red card. Dad, dad got a red dad, card. Dad, you don't, wait, dad, do you send away my dad to prison? <laughs> <laughs> I need him here. He's every sitcom dad ever. <laughs> Just the guy who doesn't know how to work the grill. That is- <laughs> Exactly what Chad Marshall looks like. So the the red card, uh, obviously Chad Marshall is receiving the ball. Uh, he 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 does the he does he doesn't take a, a quick touch. He lets the ball go past him. He he reaches for it and clips. Uh, I believe it was Johnny Russell. Yeah. And he the, the VAR was used and he was given a red card. Uh, like maybe three or four minutes after the initial incident. Now I'm of the belief this was not a red card. Some people did tweet at us like, "How is it?" You know, Andrew and Kuzer uh, as well. They were, were like, "It's." They showed the freeze frame of it, and yes, is he does does he make contact with the player's leg with his foot? Yes, he does with the studs. With his studs, he does not follow through. He it is incidental contact. It's clearly, look, Chad's not the type of dude to try to hurt somebody either. Yes, his last red card that he received, Chad Marshall, really, it was in 2008, according to Matt Doyle. <laughs> this is not a guy that is out here willy nilly just throwing studs around. No, 
so a, a little surprising. He's not a Dijon. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> well, yeah. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> Just kicking people in the chest. Yeah. <laughs> not his thing. Not his thing. So, but regardless, uh, let's not take, let's not suggest that because of whatever history you, each game, each call is its own call. And sometimes people take a player's history into consideration. Of course. And not, not to say that Chad Marshall needed to, uh, that he should have gotten like. No, that's uh, not his reputation. Like, that's not his. I got a good record. What are you doing? Yeah. It's not, he's, that's not going to happen. But this to me was not a red card. I think. Maybe I, a yellow. Maybe a yellow. I think if you watch it, if you watch it on VAR and you ask yourself, was he the last defender before a goal? Did his were his studs up? Did he catch a player in the foot, in the leg? All those but, three things are also yes. Also, the, play, the, the player, you know, Johnny Russell, did not have the ball. No. Nope. So it's not like. Uh, so, so what, you could go rake somebody over no, there? But he didn't rake ball? anybody. That's the thing. He did not rake anybody. He, he essentially did. did. He got him with, the, with the you can't. Let's not be essentially because it has to be clear and obvious for VAR to uh, hand out the red card. Was that you? Did his not, t- studs touch that guy's leg? Is that so? Is that the the standard? No, I'm asking you that. Yes they, or no? They did. They did. I'm not okay. saying they didn't. So then, did were you able to see that on VAR? Yes. Yeah. So, but just so if, if I don't think it deserves the stand, to be a red card. If the standard, but I can understand why the red card was handed. If the standard is the studs touch the player's leg, then and and that's a red card. Then I understand, but that's not what that's not how I understand a red card to okay. be given. So that that can't that wasn't the standard. And the fact that VAR looked at it when you look at it in slow motion, it looks worse than it actually is. That's honestly how I feel. So it, it was very quick. I don't think there was any real pressure, intention, uh, or, or or aggression to the challenge that deserved Chad Marshall being sent off. That se- it seemed it wasn't clear and obvious enough to send the player off. If I if I was a coach on Seattle Sounders, I'd be furious. And that he got a red card. And if, if I was a coach on Sporting Kansas City and he didn't get a red card, I'd be upset because I don't think there's enough precedent for him to not get it in the sense that it's clear on video that the, his studs caught the guy's foot. It is what it is. This is one of those moments where he's probably going to get it rescinded and he's probably not going to miss the next match. Yeah, that's what, what uh, a lot of people think. So Stu Holden also uh, was tweeting uh, out about it and said he was he couldn't believe that. How do you review it? The tweet said, huh? How do you review? Uh, how do you review this and and determine it's a red card? What a joke. Uh, the uh, Ali Moreno on ESPN FC didn't even think it was a foul. That's Which insane. maybe is a little crazy. He's also Venezuelan. And they're like, come on, there's no blood. There's no foul. <laughs> so that maybe that seems a little bit much, but I don't see a red here. I don't even know if this gets overturned, to be honest. I think it's like one of these gray area, like, I don't know. It, it, maybe it does, maybe it doesn't. I, I wouldn't be surprised if it doesn't get rescinded, but it, it, this, this does seem weird. And hopefully we're, we are trying to actually get a, 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 a representative or referees. Someone uh, knows a little something about referees. On this show. So maybe we can have some of these conversations. So maybe the the, the possibility of, of two comedians getting in the face of, uh, of somebody important. Of somebody important. And we can really ask some really fun uh, referee questions. Who can solve this better than comedians? <laughs> the answer is nobody. Exactly. All right. So, uh, but the game did end 3 1. And uh, Seattle. And how, many, how many games can Seattle win in a row? You know? Uh, look, they're, what? They're tied with uh, Portland at 41 points. Uh, and Vancouver. So, look, the whole Cascadia region is going to be fighting for essentially two. Maybe three playoff spots. I don't even know. I don't think RSL is going to be left out. Uh, but again, it is it is pretty tight in uh, in the Western Conference. Seattle Sounders are in fifth with forty one. Portland uh, sixth with forty one. Uh, and Whitecaps right there. Goal differential. 
and and Whitecaps are forty. So it's gonna be it's gonna be pretty intense. Anything could change. Arsenal with a big win. Yes, we'll talk about it in a moment. Let's talk about Montreal against uh, the New York Red Bulls. Rebels, a team sitting in first place in the Eastern already, Conference. Already clinched the playoff spot. Already clinched the playoff spot. They All they need to do is win a couple games, and they got the supporter shield locked up. Atlanta is right there behind them with one point back. Uh, you, you know, NYCFC is probably about, I think, six points back now. FC Dallas is a little bit closer. Okay. They're in third, yeah. So... Uh, but Montreal wins this game 3 0, and uh, a very surprising result. And this is, I watch these games. Sometimes I see these results, and I'm like, man, this is why MLS is so great, man. It's just like, what? You don't know who the hell's going to show up each week. You have no clue <laughs> what's going to happen. <laughs> it's so funny. Uh, but goals from uh, Rod Fani. Uh, Bakary Sanya, the two guys that we were going in on last Making. week, who, who decided not to play defense against uh, Jorinko. They were Bakary just- Sanya strolling through the park <laughs> while people are scoring on him. And here we go, scoring, bringing back. I wish he would have brought back the just the just the, the, the long the, dreads, yeah, the, the yellow dreads, the, yeah. the blonde dreads, man, from back <laughs> in the dizzy. Uh, maybe I mean he hasn't been here long, too long, so who knows? Uh, but he, I think, oh, his hair is very short now, so he, it's going to be tough for him to do that. So. The uh, I know a guy. <laughs> <laughs> yo, I got uh, yo my my weave man. Yeah, yeah, he you got up. you, dog. <laughs> got he got you on that Debrat <laughs> haircut you had for years. <laughs> uh, the um, impressive goals um, overall, but but uh, Piatti's goal uh, at the end, the one that got overturned, was even more beautiful. Sure, <laughs> what a shame, man. <laughs> but I did love Piatti cut through that defense though. Yo, Piatti still got it. It really is like a thing. Like, fine, if I got to do this myself, yeah, I'll just do this myself. I, this is, we we talk about him so much on the show, but I mean, if you if you don't watch Montreal Impact games, by I, the way, we've talked about him so well that his own fans have been like, I think you're saying a little bit too much. Like, yeah, yeah which is crazy to us. It's like he's so fun to watch. Every touch he takes is just like, again, he's as deceptive as Kyle Martino dribbling. Yeah, right? yeah that's yeah. how I I felt. I was like, oh man, I know what it's like to defend. <laughs> yeah, Nacho I don't know, Piatti. What, it's like I don't know def- where the hell he's going. Now I know what it's like to be an away player. <laughs> at Stats Saputo. <laughs> but the goal at the end, I just really, it's not often that Robles looks in bad, like bad, like really like, like he really just got outdone. He's had a, he's had an up and down past few weeks, but this was, yeah, this was like a, I just, this was you playing but, against <laughs> like, <a West> Robles. <laughs> yeah. So it, it's not easy to make Robles look bad. That's no. what I'm saying. And, and Nacho Piatti is one of the people he can, he can do that very, very well. Uh, so what does this mean for Montreal impact? Are this was a huge, huge win for them that I think a lot of people did not expect. Uh, they are at 36 points. Uh, six uh, above DC United. They're has, in the playoffs as of they're today. In the playoffs, and it's looking like they, I mean, they might, they might be able to hold on. Uh, DC United again has three games in hand, so this is gonna be really, really hard. They have to win a All lot, of, a lot of games. At least draw one and win two just to catch up. Uh, DC. Yeah, DC yeah, has to, but yeah. DC is pro- out of those three games in hand. They're probably going to win one or two of them. I mean, like especially be- because they have so many home games. Yeah. So there's a good, really good chance that that uh, that it, it, towards the, at the end of the you know the last game of the season, uh, they Montreal has four uh, six games left. By the end, it might it might be a, a scenario where the DC United it could be that last game. Right. And and that could send them uh, above it, above the playoff line. Well, DC had those terrible losses to the Rebel and uh, to the Rebels and, and to Philly. 
And we thought it was going to continue to slide. Sure. I mean, we we'll call them a terrible second. loss. They lost one nil to Red One nil. But I mean, like, if you're trying to it, catch it, them, it's a playoffs. sense of urgency. Yes. Yeah. I mean, if you're trying to make it to the playoffs and, you know, you know, you're, you're playing it finally in your home stadium. Yeah. You know, those are terrible losses yeah. for your team. But then all of a sudden, big win in Atlanta, which we'll talk about in a second. So can DC keep it going? Yeah. That's uh, they, they did. Well, look- I, we must've said this two or three times and we might be changing our opinion every time, but do you think DC makes the playoffs? Right now, right now, I'm going to say no. Because I, I can't imagine Montreal continues this. They're playing Philly, NYCFC, and then DC United. No. I think DC United is going to beat Montreal. Maybe. I, I, I don't know. I think, I think Montreal holds on. Six points is not, not nothing. But they do have three games in hand. But, so we'll see. Uh, like I, uh, the, the fact that DC won their game against Atlanta is... It's insane. That's just insane. <laughs> nobody How do you lose to Philly and then beat Atlanta? <laughs> I mean, I know Philly's on the come up. Philly looks like a great team right now, but Atlanta is just like, you know, they're the hardest ones to beat out of those. Three. MLS bro. Get used to it. Yeah. All right. No one knows anything. <laughs> I mean, it's amazing. What are you only, only uh, we uh, seem car. intelligent and informed. <laughs> what? That's, how, that's how difficult it is to read this league. Yeah. Only uh, what's his name? Carl Hall. Carl Hall. <laughs> Clay. Clay. Clay Hall. Clay Hall. Clay Hall. <laughs> only Clay Hall knows the results. And water pistol Polanco. <laughs> <laughs> so the, uh, so let's move on. Uh, Columbus against NYCFC, a game where again NYCFC was well, speaking to DC United need to win games. Ugh. NYCFC is like taking the, the you know taking the foot off the gas a little bit. They've been uh, they did not look great against Columbus. No. Uh, uh, NYCFC coach uh, Dome Torrent yeah uh, said they have a clever coach. I love this coach. He's <laughs> one of the best coaches in our conference, in my opinion. They play really really well. I think they are a candidate to win MLS. Yeah, because they just beat you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's how you're gonna Look, so talk sh- glowingly about Burhalter. He's showing some respect. He's like, uh, you know, please take the the USMNT job. Oh, by Greg? the way, I didn't know this Burhalter's from Bergen County, New Jersey. Oh, that's right. Which I said clearly. Then he must be from North Bergen, okay. which makes him 100 percent Colombian. He is. A, yeah, I can tell. Just as much as you. I mean, he's your brethren. <laughs> Parcero. Yeah. Parcero. Hey, <laughs> Burhalter. Ben he's Hanta. one of our own. He's one of our own. <laughs> so the so NYCFC loses uh, at uh, <laughs> Mopfrey St- Stadium, uh, and. After going up one nil, uh, Ishmael Tazushirati scores a goal, and then uh, Columbus responds with two quick goals uh, from Harrison Awful. Like sixty first minute, sixty fifth minute, it was like literally just back. Harrison back. Awful does it again. Uh, you know, same thing. He embarrassed them in the playoffs, but Harrison Awful with a great goal, uh, and uh, and Justin Miram guesses gets his first goal for Columbus back this season, and the crowd goes wild. <laughs> You couldn't do it another week, huh, bro? <laughs> but uh, overall, NYCFC having a lot of uh, they've dealing with a lot of injuries. I think the announcer said uh, in the last eight away games, NYCFC have given up forty thousand goals, <laughs> give or take. Before this game, twenty-two. <laughs> they are just a completely different team on the road. So twenty-four in the last nine away games. It's so crazy. How especially we we go we go to Yankee State and we see them play. We're like, wow, this is a good team. I have every, a lot of confidence every that time, next week. <laughs> every time we go to Yankee Stadium, if you if you are a fan of soccer or or not, or you don't know where where you stand, if you go to Yankee Stadium to watch a soccer game, you will you will most likely see the home team win. The, yeah. 
They They've have, never lost. They have not lost this season. They haven't lost at home they this season. They are. They save it for the away games. <laughs> so uh, I know there were a lot. There were a lot of jokes about uh, Andrew uh, posted a really fun one was about um, you know whenever they go on the road uh, and they see the away teams pitch and it's just like they're like oh we're so excited about this grand adventure <laughs> yeah. you know this large it's too big <laughs> it's too big it's not fair <laughs> so. But but this the goal the, for me the goal that frustrated me as a as a fan was the goal uh, that Justin Miram scored right because he 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 should not be leaping over Sebastian Ibiaga uh, so easily Ibiaga did not even go for the ball I think he well, Ibiaga th- looked incredible at the derby he did uh, but this he he made the he made the wrong decision I think he thought Sean Johnson was going to reach the ball and didn't jump for it and Miram. Merrim didn't even head the ball directly into goal. He, he he headed it off his like face, and then it went down into uh, Ibiaga's head, Let's and then honest. it went in. The ball hit Justin. Miram. Yeah, the, Justin Merrim did not, not hit, hit the ball. The ball. <laughs> <laughs> if I get pelted in the face with a soccer ball and it trickles in, I'm taking the goal. Okay, <laughs> I'm gonna take credit for it and finally get to eat the sandwich in my back pocket. But, but I didn't really do anything. <laughs> but credit to Columbus, they did look good. Uh, I thought I thought Will Trap was also really good in this game. Trap, trap, uh, trap, trap, and trap. and they didn't really let. Uh, NYCFC get many opportunities. David Villa barely touched the ball. I don't even know how many touches he had, but it was not many. They they clearly know on the road, don't let this dude get the ball, and we'll probably have a pretty good chance to win. Yeah. Um, oh, I, I didn't check. Did Medina play? Medina's hurt. He's uh-huh. going to be out for a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Until oh. that contract is finalized. <laughs> also, forget did not play. <laughs> yeah, because he's going to Real Madrid. Yeah. I, I don't know if you yeah, heard. Forget. <laughs> forget. I mean, they need to score, right? <laughs> they need to score. So they're having trouble, you know. <laughs> yeah, forget. <laughs> Shout out to Real Madrid, who did sign, uh, re-sign again, uh, bringing him back from Lyon. Uh, hey, the Dominicano. The Dominicano. DR representing yeah. La Liga all <laughs> yeah. day. Uh, we got to get a Cuban in there. We can't have Christian get all the shine out here. Mariano uh, back, uh, taking the number seven. Yeah, I know. So that people. People are thinking like, oh, this is a little DR seven <laughs> instead of CR seven. <laughs> That's right. You better show some respect. Yeah. <laughs> no it, it was pretty cool. They did the 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 whole uh, announcement and they they brought him out to all the fans. They made it really seem like a big signing, which is kind of dope. It is. It's the <laughs> biggest signing in the world when a Dominican player yeah. <laughs> is signing for one of the biggest clubs in the world. But it was honestly, it, it it did touch me a little bit when I saw all the photos of him like thanking all the fans and stuff and seeing Dominican flag out there especially uh, if anyone just knows the cultural history spain has with the countries they change the <laughs> lives of uh you know right. it's a big no. deal no, it's I, a really I, big deal i was i saw the photo i was like plum, oh, plum, oh, plum, oh, plum, oh, plum. i was out there oh my so god proud he had the all right all right next up let's go to toronto uh hosting uh lafc what the toronto fans don't want to do we're going to go to Toronto. <laughs> man, they can't get shit straight this year. So what a shame, man. Like, they, they get they get a brace from Josie Altador. Uh, they lose his game four to two. Josie bringing it back. That was like 2015 Josie. Sure. Yeah. That he, was exciting to watch. Play, look, playing with a little bit more urgency, but LAFC was just, uh, I mean, just bodied them. Even man. through the, even through the smoke. Uh, wait, hold on. I, uh, the goal, like the last goal that Carlos Vela scored. Oh, yeah, was that, that was- the one where the- Toronto's trying to get it at their own? <laughs> their own- <laughs> and then just, oh, yo, I watched that. It I was bad. on the train we by were- myself. That was so embarrassing. We were talking about Robles looking bad, but it was Clint Irwin who was in goal <laughs> oh. this game. Clint Irwin was 
awful. Oh my god, just, dude! A one ball just slowly rolled past him. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I, it's so weird because he was like the he was a number one a couple years ago, right? He yeah. was doing well, and then and then uh, Bono just uh, he came out of nowhere. But the the that goal that goal from Bella at the end. I mean, this is when there it was like Lacazette's goal, like a, a weird angle. This was it was three two. There was you know it was in it was in extra time. Oh, jo, Josie scored in, in extra time, and they yeah. you know picked up the ball out of the net, go and back, ran it and back, like come on, let's give them another chance to score on us. <laughs> let's go, Toronto. Uh, but the the goal, yeah, he he's the ball's basically in the corner. They 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 throw in a couple of defenders to the to try to just get the ball from Vela. Vela is like a, a couple. They make a couple good passes, but Vela gets the I ball think back. One he time is, they try to hit it off of Vela to go out out of bounds. He is it, it is he is at the <laughs> touch line. He's I mean, he's at the end line. Now he's he's there. Touchline. He's at the end line. He's, this is technically an Olympic goal. He is. It, outside he's like right up by the six yard box yeah and yeah and the fact that he i love the the quote uh because they did ask him uh because i i know aaron west uh put the quote but the goal was just just this like you know what i'm not even gonna pass it to anybody i'm he, just gonna- he basically he was along the touchline his right foot was basically touching the line he slowly taps it to his left foot to give him just a slightly better angle and then he just knocks it in. <laughs> so the, this is the exact quote from Carlos Vela, the Aaron Rest uh, tweet. He goes, uh, I was really tired. <laughs> I looked around. There was no one there. So I said, I'll shoot. I don't care. <laughs> Which is what a what a great is that is that part of the tactics? <laughs> yeah. that, 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 that's a team strategy. Nothing but shade <laughs> to the other team. When one guy was like, "Well, I mean, I didn't really didn't even want to move anymore," <laughs> so I figured out what the hell I'll score. It felt very uh, Villa chipping Andre Blake. You know, like yeah. last year it was it was toward the end of the game. He was like, "I was just tired. I don't know. I just yeah. <laughs> I figured I'd go for it. Yeah, might as well just send him. Maybe it gives me but a nice Bella, thirty second break." This wasn't like just a, a hail mary. This yeah. was like, "Yo, all right, whatever. I'll do this now." Cause like I don't know, I'm not in the mood to do anything else. So I'm gonna celebrating bl- will give us a nice chance to get some water. <laughs> so how about I just score now and ruin this let, team's let, dream? Let me just put the nail in the coffin yeah. and just officially tell Toronto, yo, you you ain't welcome in these playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> they got 27 points, man. Yeah, it's, it's bad. Toronto, look, yo. Josie was hurt, and look, the, look. Next year in the in the Champions League, they'll know better than to weak field these weak ass teams early on. Like I understand, what are they gonna do? We don't have the depth. Look, they come. No, but look, we saw you. Did you finish watching All or Nothing yet? Um, of course not. Okay, but Pep complains about this all the time about uh, uh, the the fixture congestion and how are we gonna field all these teams and play all these uh, players and we don't have enough, uh, there's not enough breaks or whatever. So everybody has to deal with this all over the world, especially if you're, if you want to be one of the elite teams. So uh, what you have to take into consideration, the roster that you do have, the players that you do bring up, the players that you're, but this is what, this is the tough part about the better the team you are, the more competitions you're a part of. Yes. Yes. So, so Vanny, he made the decision. So did Major League Soccer because Major League Soccer did help Toronto in in uh, postponing certain games so that they could yeah. focus on Champions League. Like when they gave Montreal a goalkeeper, like you know, yeah, for sure. when they played against Pachuca, yeah, yeah, a few years ago. I mean, MLS will do these things, but, but that doesn't so mean that we know MLS that your T two team, yeah, can play in MLS. Well, we either. know that this is probably not the best approach, yeah. right? And in, in when you're in a part of these competitions. You can't just let your league go and and be like, oh, we'll figure it out after the tournament's over. And they did that, and and they're going to miss out on the playoffs because of it. Also, maybe if you weren't, you know, 
I'm not a huge proponent of it, but maybe if our calendars weren't completely different than everyone else's, this wouldn't be as big an issue. Nah, man, that's fine. We love that. We love the calendar. <laughs> I don't want to be going to Yankee Stadium let's, in let's, January. Let's though. ask Hope Solo what she thinks. <laughs> <laughs> Who's all these white people? <laughs> I'm, not, well, I'm not white. What are you talking about? <laughs> don't accuse me. I'm such slander. Uh, uh, let's talk about RSL against LA Galaxy. Well, I mean, what are we going to say about this game? I mean, we. Can, I mean, RSL <laughs> ran the out announcers, muck. The announcers nearly lost their voices from yeah. all these goals that were scored. It was <laughs> embarrassing. Was it 6-1 to one or 6-2? 6-2, to two, but early. Early goal from Jonathan Dos Santos uh, in, the, in the first minute. Great goal, too. Great goal. But when you see uh, there's something happens when the LA Galaxy do not deserve to be scoring goals in the first minute no. because they're, they're defenders who are already very, very lax. <laughs> very lax. They're like, oh, we, we're, we're in the lead. We're in the ah. lead. I, haven't even, I haven't even started sweating. I was only <laughs> sleeping with one eye. Now I can sleep with two. <laughs> and they took a break, man. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> also, Roosnack was just like, yo. What if I disrespect everyone here for an entire game? <laughs> I, I love Albert Rusnak this year, especially because he, he is playing with a, a, a bit of a, a chip on his shoulder, right? I think he's he gets it from his coach, right? Peck, he got he, it from his mom. <laughs> <laughs> he, we know he did that, that, uh, interview a couple, a couple months ago. Remember when he said that there were rumors that he was, he might leave the team or he, that he why he was suspended or why he was away. And he was like, uh, you know, don't, don't ask me any of that. You can talk to upper management about it. He, he was like literally like naming names yeah, of yeah. like what the issue was. Yeah. The business cards up. This, like, yeah, these <laughs> he was like, this, this is why we're having issue issues with right. the team or whatever. So, He's been playing with a little bit more, uh, he, much more of a leader. A little bit of a like contract year type day type game. You yeah, know, and I, I don't even know if it's it a, like a contract year. No, fans. but I mean I like, like that so. same like someone would play on a contract year. Playing That's with way doing. more swagger, and and RSL did have a rough start to the year. Uh, you know how many what. Uh, Pecky was suspended for what two games, three games, uh, fines and all this stuff. And just, <laughs> he was just, they were like, get out of here, baby. You're not welcome here. <laughs> but I think that's galvanized the team because they, they're getting results like this. Two wins in a row where they score six goals. It's, a, it's impressive. They've scored as many goals in the last two games as, as NYCFC has given up in away <laughs> game in the last four away games. So the really the the second goal from uh from Rusnak. I mean I know the, the Crylock got a hat trick. I got a bunch <laughs> but a bunch of but look it, it, it's it's against the LA Galaxy, right? They played the Colorado Rapids and then LA Galaxy. I mean they might as well be on an international break, right? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> they they could have started the uh what is it the Royal Monarchs, right? The Monarch they could have they could they, they were anyone. It would have been worse I think for LA to two be honest. Games where you scored six goals. Also what? I I'm pretty sure LA Galaxy's formation is a 0 8 Two, you know what I mean? Yes, but they what, just have no defenders. I, I love it because I love Matthew Doyle responding to as you know tweeting after these games because he's he's really like because Michael Ciani, uh he he's just like oh so I guess he can't play himself out of the lineup right? <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing they can do. There's nothing there. I don't. I guess they just don't have anyone else. But we we've, we've talked about this before. I guess there's nothing. I guess there's nobody else. But that yes, the goal from Albert Rustang, that second volley. goal is just world class. It's world star because it's mad disrespectful. <laughs> Someone should have yelled world star at the end of that. Yo, that was the fifth goal to put up on LA. And someone, you know, that's that's when you're up two goals and you're like, yo, I'm gonna just try this real yeah. quick, quick. Somebody the uh, cross came in from I believe Marky Delgado. A cross Marky came, Delgado does not play for us. I'm sorry, not Marky Delgado. What's, what's the name I'm thinking of? Not Savarino. What's the guy's name? 
I don't know. I don't God know. Who, I don't know who assisted on the. All board. right, Margaret Delgado. Just say his name. <laughs> uh, whoever it was number seven on on uh, RSL, mm-hmm. he sends it. It's kind of curling. This is the kind of thing where it would only go in twice. If you move your it, foot it, in this weird which way, which is Severino, that it was, was Severino. Severino. Yeah. If you move your foot in the sort of the weird way that Rusnak did, or if you're Justin Miram's face, those are the only times <laughs> this ball goes in because it's coming in with this weird look at like the bend Justin Miram's face puts on the ball. <laughs> look, at, look at how the blood splatter creates just a little bit of pressure on the bottom. It's sort of this. It has this spin where it looks like a globe spinning at you, like the the ball's coming in. Uh, it's yeah. not spinning top over bottom. It's spinning east to west. Yes, yes, yes. And then Roost that kind of hits it with like Outs- the, like top of the foot, like yeah, outside like of the kind foot. of the cleats, uh, kind of like the laces. It's just there's no just, way this works. Hey, look, he's a designated player for a reason. That's why he gets he gets paid the big ass bucks, right? <laughs> uh, but it, it was impressive. And it was disrespectful. We did have issues. Where there was uh, Zlatan Ibrahimovic bleeding all over himself. Uh, I didn't know <laughs> lions can bleed, uh, but we did learn that. Somebody tweeted, "This game is amazing." It's just a photo <laughs> of, of of his bloody shirt as he walks by. Just a shame. I, it's just weird to see LA this bad. Depend- I, this is one of those games though that I would rewatch, even though I know it happened. <laughs> it's just so fun to watch this game. Yeah, I just seeing Zlatan frustrated and angry <laughs> is just like it's pure entertainment. It I really mean. is. <laughs> I, you know, I know Siggy uh, Schmidt doesn't want to hear this. LA Galaxy fans don't want to hear they're this. Playing, they're playing the formation. They went with three at the back. Are what you? Are they, the you ner- need to go eight the at the back. nerve <laughs> of Siggy Schmidt to think that this is a reasonable decision. Wait, well, you, you know what it is when you overthink it, when you're like, if I push harder, it hurts. Well, what if I don't push at all? And like, <laughs> it's just going to fall apart. It's, it's bad. It's just whatever. Look, we're going to talk about Look, I hope they get uh, six, seven spots put on them every week. It's, it's, it's fun to watch. But LA, the, the, Again, a team that's had so much success throughout Major League Soccer's history. It's just it's a shame to see them uh, this bad and not be that very, very competitive, especially seeing LAFC, who is in second place, I think, in the yeah. Western Conference. They, they're doing uh, amazing. So, Which, by the way, I know we talked about LAFC already. We don't forget that they're falling apart at the end of games, that they have to score these things. Sure. So they stop letting teams in. But at least they're doing those things like scoring at the end of games and they're keeping this sort of momentum going. LA Galaxy. All over the map. You don't know which LA Galaxy is going to show. Most likely, it's going to be one without a back line. If L- the, the game needs to be for LA Galaxy. Needs to be the season needs to be thirty-four games against LAFC, <laughs> and then they'll get results because yeah. that's the only team they show up. For. And every other game, they only play to the sixtieth minute. You know, what I mean, that should help them. <laughs> All right. So, uh, last game we're going to talk about is DC United against. Atlanta United. What is happening? <laughs> Nothing makes sense anymore. <laughs> up is down, down is up. Uh, the, uh, DC United wins this game three, uh, no two, three to one, three, three to one. one. Uh, only Atlanta gets a goal from Jeff Lorenowitz, uh, which was good for him. I think it's his first goal of the year. And looking uh, and up, uh, 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 you know, just a, a confident goal. It was good, good on them. Uh, I thought after after they scored that uh, after they scored that goal, I thought. I like, okay, here comes Atlanta. They forgot Luciano Acosta existed, you know? Yes, but Lucio Acosta was, uh, this is the one he, 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 I believe he chipped. Did he chip? Was this the chip that he chipped him? T- oh, no, no, he didn't chip him twice. That was last week. Last week, he kept trying to chip. Yeah, so he did the same goal. He, uh, he kind of went to the other one side and then hit the ball to, yeah. to, uh, to, to the near post each time right. and really made Braguzan look bad. Braguzan looked like his feet were in cement for a lot of this <laughs> Yeah, look, we had, remember last year, Atlanta United could not defeat uh, DC United. But this uh, season, that things have been a little bit better. They've uh, they've broken that curse. But this was 
uh, honestly, I think this was a bigger win for DC than a, than a devastating loss for Atlanta. Yeah, absolutely. They, they Atlanta should have been better. They're trying to win the supporter shield. Yes. Look, they're going to make the playoffs. That's not the issue, but nobody wants to back into the playoffs, right? Like if you're the rebels, yeah, you qualify. You just uh, clinch the playoff spot. You don't want to now play the kids and go in like not being as smooth and getting all the momentum. It does seem like the teams that play better in the second half of the season, carry that momentum or tend to carry that momentum into yes. the playoffs and have good playoffs. A la Seattle in the past who were almost out of the playoffs and then not only got in, won the MLS cup that year. What is Atlanta doing? <laughs> it's a bit of a surprise, but let's talk about a couple of things. The interesting things from this game for me was uh, Dr. Martino and uh, a show being like, I don't need no translator. <laughs> oh, not for this. this. <laughs> not for this. Because I I speak I speak yeah. your language fluently. I may not I may not know how to order food, but I can certainly give you some of this smoke right now. <laughs> Who wants the smoke? Because Tata is offering it. Uh, Free smoke. Anyone can get it. No joke. So uh, Tata Martino did get caught over the broadcast uh, swearing. And spitting. And spitting. <laughs> Which of those go hand in hand? Yeah, come on. You can't do one without the other. <laughs> but uh, not in the intentional spit. Uh, what Did he spit? No, yeah, no. It was like, too. Oh, he, he Unless did. he just said you very emphatically. No, no, he did not. I, I may, maybe spit came out of his mouth, but I did not see. It looked like he was trying, trying to, to spit, spit to the ground. No, no, I don't think uh, that, right, that's, that's, that's a, that's a much bigger it. accusation. I, maybe he's not as gully as I thought. <laughs> but no, he did get caught uh, in beach. I, I couldn't even tell because the, the clip I saw, I didn't know exactly who he was screaming at. Uh, well, it looked was, either because the, 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 he either said fuck you too. Or he said, fuck you, like he spit. Because <laughs> okay. that's what he said. Well, this is why this conspiracy show, that, <laughs> this soccer conspiracy show. Can that. we get VAR? Can, <laughs> we get like, can we get like a gully VAR? A li- <laughs> you know I mean? Lip reader. Uh, <laughs> so he, but I don't know who he was screaming at specifically. It looked like it, 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 it you see a person uh, in the frame and it looks like it's the fourth referee. But then he he must have been arguing with either Ben Olsen. No, or, it had to be either Ben Olsen or someone else from that from yes, that coaching. Yes. Yeah, no, he's he's saying it uh, over the fourth official. I just wonder what what got him to that point. That's not the th- he this guy has a sweater tied around his neck, looking like uh, like a substitute teacher. Yeah, he, <laughs> like he a looks professor. like a, a stepdad that owns a cabin, and he invited <laughs> you to it to try to bond with you. So it's very strange to see this man swearing like this. So I don't know what it got to him to that uh, to that point. He just. <laughs> does, is he spitting? He's not spitting. He's not. Let's you not, don't know let's not put that in, out into the world. That does not that kind of guy. He's not going to spit. I, I like to believe he is that type of guy. Uh, I mean, we're looking at it, but it doesn't look like he is. He he says F you. F you too. That's what he says. Oh, okay. That's it. All right. Don't. And he looks over like, did that hurt? Did I say it right? <laughs> so it's like the first time your friend's like, uh, coño tu madre or like, yeah, tu mama. And you're, they're like, huh? Did yeah. I use it right? It's It's good to see that. You know, we have a a, a foreigner uh, adapting to our country and, Again, and assimilating and, and assimilating. Is learn, that what everyone asks? Learning our ways, learning our ways to communicate. So I think this is this should be a, a, a great example to to the the people that are like, oh, these immigrants they come into our country, they don't even learn the life. Well, not, he's learning. Not only did they learn it, but they seem to be <laughs> applying it to their everyday lives <laughs> quite well. So this is this is a good sign for so the so so the game overall. Um. Uh, yeah, we're not really used to seeing Atlanta get kind of uh, sort of, I don't know, stifled. Yeah, and DC did exactly that, and so and DC to their credit, 
Look, ever since Rooney got there, they haven't been. They've yes, they lost a couple games, but they're not getting blown out like they were before. Where they where they there seemed to be there was no momentum, there was no hope uh, for the season, and we really felt like, especially with uh, Audi Field still being built and all these road games, and everybody's sad, and and there wasn't really any energy to right. to these games. And now we're seeing a different like maybe maybe it's solely Wayne Rooney, maybe it's Audi Field, but. The mentality seems to be very much of change and in, in that if there's even if one of the best teams in the league comes into our stadium, we have a good chance of winning. I think it's, you know, look, we we said that the Wayne Rooney uh, move was a bad move. I said that I don't, I don't remember what you said. I was very emphatic. Was I, I didn't think decision. I didn't think it was bad. But I didn't think he was going to do very well. Well, we were both wrong because uh, yeah, yeah. he's doing great. But I think the one thing that we've seen and I think we said it on the last podcast and maybe even the one before that is a uh, two Lucho Acosta looks like a completely different player. He looks relieved of. Of some type of stress and he gets to be who he is and I think people are like oh but look they're doing with Rain Rooney and Lucho Costa uh, this is a non-MLS play like non-MLS made players like yo Lucho Costa looked like a mediocre MLS talent yeah. until he got someone that could feed him the ball in those right positions and we're seeing Wayne Rooney do more of what he's sort of I guess like what he did at Everton a little bit and what he's tried to do in the past which is kind of be like this sort of roaming playmaker they call him Man False Nine <laughs> that's what he is <laughs> <laughs> thank you AJ Tracy for explaining exactly what he is but it's this sort of thing where like him and Lucho Costa are like interchangeable and it's a lot of fun to watch Lucho Costa sort of make those runs because I don't think anyone really knows how to handle them, you know, and he learns from his mistakes. He does a bunch of chips in the last one. And he's like, nah, son, I'm sliding this joint right in. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of tucking this right in the, the near post both, and he's, and he scores both great goals. All right. I mean, what do we do? What do you do if you're <laughs> playing against DC United? How do you now account for both of those? And it's not like it stops there. You got Yamil Assad, you got all these other players. Soccer is not a one player makes you great, but a one player can make you much better if they make the pieces fit together. Yes, you got a strong leader, yeah. right? The mentality of, of the group can be affected, and it's it's looking again. We uh, we don't know, uh, you know. I I think DC United. I don't think they'll make it. That's my opinion. I think it's too it's too much of a gap to overcome. It's and like FIFA Ultimate Team, you know, when like all the things line up. Yes, green. The, the chemistry you know, is there. The chemistry is there. Wayne Rooney is also Argentinian, so it works yeah, out well. Yeah. <laughs> but we know Burr Halters, uh, this is my so. main concern for DC United in that they do have uh, games in hand and they do have uh, a, a lot of games at home, but they also have a lot of games condensed because of, of the schedule. So they're going to be pretty exhausted trying to trying to catch up to Montreal and, and, and catch up to, uh, to Philly to well, try to get that. Wayne Rooney didn't play soccer for a year and a half before he came here. I'm, I'm embellishing, <laughs> obviously. I'm embellishing, yeah, he obviously. Played, but he was like, at Everton. He was, he scored at uh, what? He, he got like 10 goals, I think. Some nine, 10 goals. He did, he yeah. tried, All that in the tried, first half of the season because he barely played in the second half. Tried his best, tried his best. Uh, so, but yeah, uh, uh, a shocking loss for uh, for Atlanta. What are you going to, I mean, they, they, they're not out of it mainly because NYCFC and the Red Bulls all lost. So just, yeah, this was a weird weekend where one of them could have really broken out, uh, and had a, had a, had padded their lead a little bit, uh, or just made it a little bit more competitive, but now it's, it's still up. I, I, I think NYCFC is not going to get the second spot. I think it's going to be first one and two is going to be the Red Bulls and Atlanta NYCFC. Dealing with their injuries, uh, their their bad form the last couple of weeks. They all they have to do is put it together before the end of the season. They're they're not going to miss maybe, the playoffs. but this, but they're not going to miss the playoffs. But it is going to be interesting. 
I think they're going to keep the third spot. They're going to be end, probably end up playing uh, Montreal or DC United in, in, in that knockout game. Great. So, but I think this is going to be good for NYCFC. For NYCFC fans that are like. No, doesn't third play fourth, second play fifth, and first play sixth? No, no. Third play sixth, fourth play fifth. That's how it is. Because you're the higher seed, plays the lower seed. So, the, so it's looking like they're going to be hosting. No, I think you're wrong. I'm not wrong because why in any Third world? Third place fourth, second place fifth, first place sixth. No, Alex, <laughs> this is, they get the they, buy. They get a buy. They get a buy. Third right. place sixth and fourth place fifth. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> okay. So look, uh, maybe you need to leave a review and ask questions <laughs> about how the MLS works. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, can, I, can somebody answer this, please? Um, but I think this is a good thing for NYCFC fans because the, we, we've seen the, 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 the level of urgency that they go in when they play their playoff games because knowing that there's a second leg is I think this, this is going to be better. They, yeah. they, there's good. The urgency is going to be immediate and they're going to be hosting the game at Yankee stadium where they play well. And they, they, they probably, they may not even lose a game going into the playoffs. Or maybe at, at we home. could just petition to make all the other fields smaller. All right. Now this is, these, right. are, these are the ideas we need, right? I mean, <laughs> done. <laughs> so we'll see. Uh, the playoffs, the sheet got money. <laughs> the playoffs are going to be uh, interesting coming up soon. So uh, we'll talk about those, uh, those games when they, when, when they're, when they're here. So uh, that is the end of the show. Yeah. Another great episode in the books, in the books, in the record book, in the archives, in the archives, in the, in the, what is the library of Congress, That's right? right? Where they, they keep all of our episodes. Where the, uh, where the, very the, nice of the, the Trump library. They keep, yeah, yeah, keep all yeah. our episodes. <laughs> just, just cat in the hat books. <laughs> Uh, um, no, that's probably the reading level is a little too high. Yeah, right? no, my bad. <laughs> that was a little confusing. Uh, but listen, uh, please leave a five star review. Uh, please say something nice, and please uh, join the Gully Squad. If that's you want, what I was about to say, you want to support uh, the Cooligans. Go to soccercooligans.com, Join the Gully Squad. We want you to be gully just like us. Yeah, and Machine Gun Kelly. <laughs> And and uh, uh, water pistol Christian. <laughs> so we <laughs> so we'll get uh, the opportunity to like make more more shows, have more for you guys to listen to throughout the week, and uh, and and just help us help us grow this cool against thing and hope and grow the comedy influence in uh, American soccer. That's all we're, we're really trying to do. And trying we to could, entertain you guys as much as possible. And we could use all the help uh, we can. So uh, feel free. Do that, support us, and then you know you'll be. You're not even. You're not just supporting uh, yourself. You're you're supporting the other listeners who are also uh, listening, helping us get new listeners, uh, and and really giving us, uh, yeah, that opportunity to to make this a, a, a solely a part of our lives. Right? Yeah. You know, I, I want to do stand up and and cool again stuff. That's, that's it. That's it. That's, that's the, the dream. That is the dream. Absolutely. And we can't get there without a little bit of help. So we, and when we reach a certain dollar, we'll, we'll add that second podcast for exactly, sure. Exactly. So, you know, tell your friends, especially if you do it, that would be huge. If you could share that with everyone else, uh, you know, share the link, but again, go to soccercooligans.com. By the time you hear this, it'll be up. Um, it would mean a lot to us and we would love to give you guys a lot more content. All right. So with that said, my name is Christian Polanco. My name is Alexis Guerreros. And together, what are we? The Cooligans! Friends!